One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello there. I'm Gary Uchu from Cultaholic Wrestling and welcome back to this wonderful concept that is the tier list we're doing every single WWE Royal Rumble match today there's only been 40 only 40 only 40 mm. and because there has been 40 we're going to ask Sam to hit the intro right now otherwise we'll be here all day So just in case you haven't been here before, I am Gary YouTube, the person who does the Gary YouTubing here on YouTube, joined by another Gary YouTuber. Look at him. Look at him. He's the quintessential Gary YouTuber, isn't he? Yeah, the specs, hat, bold underneath. But that's not a choice, though. A lot of Gary YouTubers do that because they're cool. Yeah. I just, bad genetics. Unfortunately. That's unfortunate for you. Anyway, we're here to put some rumble matches into a tier list ranging from the best to lovely, lovely, lovely to middle of the road all right to just about bearable. And then finally, you want to avoid that bin. And we're kicking things off contra... Oh, I should say, no greatest Royal Rumble oh. here. It was a piss take and I don't count as a proper Royal Rumble. That is the rules. Tight the sliding in though. Right, that's one thing that happened that made people chuckle. There you go. Right? In the in the best. Daniel Bryan was good in it to be fair. He was. His tits were red and raw. Much like yours were back in the day last summer. Anyway, we're kicking things off chronologically all the way back in 1988, the original Royal Rumble match. And because of that, and they were sort of testing the waters with this brand Mm. new concept, there was lots of kicks, there was lots of punches, Mm -hmm. there was lots of pushes Mm. over the top rope. There wasn't the thrilling spots like you see in the modern Royal Rumble matches, but that's because, Andrew, this was the first one, and we didn't quite know what we had yet. We didn't know what we had yet, you know. There was only 20 men in this Rumble as well. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the action, and I guess rightly so in a Royal Rumble takes place along the ropes but then for a viewer that gets a little bit boring because all they're doing is slowly trying to get one another over the top rope and uh, there's no real consequences in this either there's no lead up to Wrestlemania or anything as well so Hacksaw Jim Duggan wins and then that's it he just wins yep the main story of the match was about one man gang who was just spaffing in everybody's eye and everyone thought oh my god there's so much spaff there's no stopping one man gang but who could stop one man gang Hacksaw Jim Duggan oh (laughs) he stopped one man gang to get the win I like the, the two opening entrance in this match, which of course was Bret Hart yeah. and Tito Santana which of course was a bit of a, a harken to the future. Mm. Two very futuristic professional wrestlers there in their style if you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. There was some little bits in there as well, like Sam Houston takes a massive like a massive spill to the outside off Ron Bass's shoulders. That's probably the most That's the first time you've ever said that sentence out loud, isn't it? That is the first time <laughs> I've ever said that sentence out loud. But it's like, uh, it's the, the gnarliest bump in the whole entire match mm. and that's saying something. Yeah. 
I reckon this just, just because maybe it's rose-tinted glasses. Mm. Putting them on. I reckon we go all right. I think we go all right. With For the, the first one, yeah, I mean, they did what they could do. Yeah. Camera angles and stuff weren't there just yet, so people were getting eliminated, but people weren't picking it up. So, yeah, I think it was all right. And it, it was, was all the, right. It's like the evolution of man, isn't it? Yeah. This is like the monkey. And now here we are. In 2022. With Andrew. Oh, thanks. In 2022. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I reckon, all right. All right. 1988 Boosh. is in there. Moving on, of course, to 1989. This introduced some more storylines to the Royal Rumble mm. match, which, of course, way back in the day, less about the action, more about the story. Yeah. I like that about old-time professional wrestling. I like that as well. And and this is one thing, like, as we go a little bit further on in these earlier ones, I'll tell you who the MVP of the Royal Rumble is, Ross. Yeah. It's Ted DiBiase. Why? Ted DiBiase brings so much story to it. Like, you usually put DiBiase in there with a baby face, and DiBiase just sells everything, absolutely everything, and really makes the rumble feel exciting at the start as well. Mm -hmm. Whereas we kind of lost that in the... In the in the first one, there wasn't really so much going on. Like, Ted DiBiase literally brings it every single time. He's good, and he, Ted? He is. That Very damn good. Ted DiBiase, <laughs> as Cameron Grimes would say on NFC a little while ago. Yeah. Anyway, the headlines from this rumble, of course, saw Demolition kick it off. Tag team yeah. partners going on it, toe-to-toe. -to -toe. I like that I haven't as well. seen that before. It's no. a nice little touch, isn't it? Every man for themselves. Mm. That's where that really kicked off. Uh, then we had Jake Roberts, of course, scaring Andre the Giant with his great big snick. Ooh. Not an innuendo, just a massive, massive snick. <laughs> uh, the Warlord, of course, had his historic very short stint in the Rumble match here mm. in he went out he went and then of course we had Hogan getting rid of Macho Macho was livid but then Macho forgave Hogan and that sort of foreshadowed their big matchup at the Wrestlemania and that's what you want in a Royal Rumble like it's the lead up it's the road to Wrestlemania so you want these things to build up to something and this one definitely delivered especially compared to 1988 like this one really brought everything it was better than I'm going to sneeze now what? elephant 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 Elephant, it's gone. This one was certainly better than 1988. I agree. But does it deserve to go a tier higher, or maybe when we get to the more modern day ones, will we push it down? Is I, it top of all right, or is it lovely, lovely, lovely? I think it might be. With like the Macho Man and like the Mega Powers stuff starting to form, I think that might be lovely, lovely, lovely. Because oh. everybody, that's like a big storyline in wrestling. It could isn't be it? towards the bottom of lovely, lovely, lovely by the be. time we finish. But mm. I'll, I'll go with that. I thought it was a, a massive upgrade from the first what? ever one, which is what you want to see. But it's progression is. from time to time. <laughs> On to 1990, we go to and uh, Mr. Perfect was allegedly, of course, in line to win this one before that. Rick Terence, Terence Belair. Terence Belair. That doesn't work for me, brother, 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 brother. <laughs> and of course, he won there. This was the first match, of course, where we saw some more innovative eliminations mm. instead of just, you know, Oi. or who. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was perfect, that. Cheers, thank you that very much. Uh, and also, the concept of the Iron Man was uh, introduced in this matchup there with yes. a man going for a very long time for the first time. And now that's what we want as well. We look for that quite often now, yeah. don't we? See who the Iron Man or Iron Woman is. Uh, this one has barely any deadweight, I thought, at all, because within the first 10 entrants, you've got Roddy Piper, Marty Janay, Jake Roberts, Randy Savage, Dusty Rhodes, Bret Hart. Like, it just literally just keeps going up and up and up as it goes along. Like, I really, really enjoyed this one. The crowd absolutely added to this one as well. And also, when one star goes out, like a high-caliber wrestler, when one goes out, another one comes in to replace it. So the energy just keeps, like, it keeps at a good level throughout. It's nice, isn't it? I want you to go back and watch this matchup, and I want you to pay special attention to Marty Giannetti's elimination from this matchup here. Because he goes for a flying cross body, 
but then misses the man and just goes wee over the top rope <laughs> yeah. for one of the most devastating eliminations in the history of the Royal Rumble match. Mm. We saw fantastic tag team tactics, kind of, from Macho Man and Ted DiBiase. Mm -hmm. Not because they were tag team partners, just because they were heels ganging up against the wholesome babby faces. Mm. And of course, Hogan and Warrior once again did their sort of stuff. Yep. But I thought Warrior went a bit weird in this matchup. I don't know. I, I didn't mind it because I think I think they kept both people looking strong when Hogan is like when Hogan's in God mode. Nobody. But he was can benefiting Hogan when he got eliminated and started attacking the people who were fighting Hogan yeah, as well. You know what I mean? That's true. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. I yeah. didn't think about that. Yeah. But I, I mean, I like the little thing that they had together where they couldn't get each other down, and then it was the clothesline to each other that finally they both dropped. I thought that was pretty pretty cool. Any more highlights for you? Um, no, it, it led to a few other things like Bad News Brown and Piper eliminated one another in this match, and that led to a match at WrestleMania as well. So I thought that was good. Um, the ending, having the champion win the Rumble, seems a bit silly, I guess, and unnecessary. But then the booking in the final 10 minutes, as I said, is just, it's just really solid and it properly builds towards WrestleMania. So. Better than 89? I think it is. I think it is as well. Let's go lovely, lovely, lovely. Don't think it's top tier, but I certainly think it's higher up there. Wee! How about weird? On to 1991 we go, and from the nice to the not so nice, because this one historically is not looked upon very fondly, but it did mm. have one hell of a historic elimination. That, of course, was Bushwhacker Luke. In he went, out he went, he, he walked did. back up the ramp. It was fantastic that was it. <laughs> Uh, Hogan won again, of course, because this is what happened way back in the day, which felt forced because of the title match that took place before the Rumble match uh, in the evening where Sergeant mm -hmm. Slaughter, who, of course, was sort of anti-America yeah. and all that. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what is it good, good for? for? Me, I'm Sergeant Slaughter. He was all about that, wasn't he? So we had to have the Patriot, not the actual Patriot, a different Patriot, a better one called Terence Belair, fighting for the, 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 the rights of all Americans. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't mind this one because... Because this one felt like the every man for himself bit finally like whereas in the previous ones we'd have the heels turning up especially before right so it'd be a heel that would come out then a baby face then a heel then a baby face this felt a bit more like a bit more every man for themselves kind of thing that we've grown used mm -hmm. to now. So, like, you've got Greg Valentine, who's just in face. He goes after Dino Bravo, who's a heel. And then Bret Hart as well, who's a face. So, like, there's no... There's no, there's no boundaries in this one. And I do quite like that. However, it's just... It's Undertaker's first Rumble appearance as well. He doesn't look incredible. That's later on. When mm. we get to the later Rumbles, he starts looking like a monster. In this one, he was just, he was just there. You know what I found watching this one? The third one. What? The third one. The third proper one. They were already struggling to find innovative... Well, the fourth one, I should say. The yeah. fourth one. Uh, they were already struggling to find innovative ways to do eliminations. Yeah. And it was all, all just very samey, because all, all the wrestlers, to a man, mm. were absolutely massive. Yeah. And, and yoked, I think people say. <laughs> so you can't really do much when you're walking around that all the time because mm. you're so yoked. Um, do you notice the referee at ringside? Was it? It wasn't uh, Bill Alfonso, was it? No, it was worse. Who was it? Shane McMahon. No Over-enthusiastic Shane McMahon at the 1991 Royal oh, Rumble. Oh, my goodness. Trying to get himself over even back then. The Didn't bastard. see that, is it? Yes, yes, wow. yes. I thought this match was all right, though. I don't... I think it's just all right. Bearable. I think it's... I think it's... Maybe because it's a bit of a later one, maybe above... 88. Oh, no. No, just like, just just there. I'm all right, though. Do you know what I mean? Oh, that's controversial. I know I'll it's go controversial, but... See, the comments disagree okay, with Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll get me. 92. 
There we go. Oh, it's just, there anyway. Just, 92 was... Just move it up there. Just, oh, can I just... Get it up there in the, in the best. It's just the best, isn't it's it? It's the best. Just look at the cast of characters. Completely and utterly unrivaled in the history of the Rumble. What are you doing? What am I doing? What you lovely, mean? lovely, lovely. Are you pissed? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Are you drunk? Oh, I am. I was too oh, busy. Jay. I was too busy. I apologise. Thank you for kept apologize. the video on. I saw just imagine a lot of people just getting a laugh. Go, going like... <gasps> It's like the Ron Swanson thing where they see the computer and they just throw it in the bin. <laughs> Flair, Heenan, what more needs to be said? Yep. Flair obviously entering number three. Mm -hmm. Heenan on commentary, very much behind his pal Rick. Mm. Both performances were absolutely sensational. Um, then we had Hogan being a dick and like a petulant child. He gets eliminated and then he goes after Sid. It's so stupid that. I hated that so much. Everything about this match is amazing. Rick Flair does such a good job throughout. Like, we think about... Iron Men and Iron Women, and usually the thing is they spend a lot of the time, I guess, just chilling out on the sort of on the apron a little bit to keep themselves away from the match, do the big spots and whatnot. Flair put like everything into it, and you could yeah. tell as well, like he was really gassed by the end. But the ending is the thing that brings it down for me. But Ooh. it still remains in the best. Because of Hogan. But Hogan being an absolute twat, pal. Petulant child. Just ridiculous, isn't mm -hmm. it? I don't like, and the crowd still like cheer for him as well. Oh, what were, you want, my pal? They were idiots back then, yeah, weren't they? Yeah, they were. That's true. That's like true. Have loves dogs, weren't they? <laughs> See Hogan. Yay! Woo! <laughs> Anything else from '92, Rob? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, again, just just uh, Dibiase starting out there, I think as well, and uh, just goes to show he's he's like perfect. He's so good in these early matches, and when he's not in the matches. I think they suffer for it a little bit as well sometimes. Oh, that's all I'm saying. Saucy. That in there. Anyway, from the sublime to the ridiculous we go because 1993's Rumble was a complete and utter acid trip. If you don't fancy taking LSD, dear viewer, just flick on the 1993 Royal Rumble and I imagine it's the same thing. And this is because we had the actual Caesar... Right, the, the guy who makes Caesar. the guy who makes the salads, Salad, yeah. and the guy who was back in the Roman mm -hmm. times or whatever. Yeah. The Egyptians. Who was where was Caesar from? Uh, Caesar was. I thought that was like the Roman, Roman times. times. Yeah. yeah, the guy in the Colosseum. Yeah. He was there at the start of the nineteen ninety three Royal Rumble, saying, "Welcome to the Royal Rumble." He was and indeed. Caesar, have a salad. Um, <laughs> Max Moon also makes an appearance. He this does. was the WWE debut. Of Giant Gonzalez, the biggest who man, assaulted the Undertaker in his weird, naked, hairy bodysuit thing. That built the WrestleMania 9, of course. I'm mm -hmm. sure Undertaker is still grateful to Vince McMahon for having him. Thank you. Uh, the opportunity to face Giant Gonzalez at WrestleMania. Um, Macho Man obviously went for his pinfall to try and eliminate Yokozuna, <laughs> but when he was doing so, Yoko just went whoop whoop and then threw him over the top rope, mm. which was. Both sad in terms of Macho Man because he should know better, but also funny because he went for a pinfall in the Rumble and it bit him on the arse. It's just uh, uh, as we'll come to see when we go through some of these matches as well. Randy Savage is just mental. I don't know what he's <laughs> doing in these matches. I don't think he grasped the concept of the Royal Rumble very well because uh, we see him quite a few times get uh, he eliminates himself in some of them. Mm -hmm. Then he's like, ah, just get back in and it'll be fine. <laughs> I, I just don't understand it. However, again, this is really good. Weird that Gonzalez eliminates Undertaker with a chop. That is all it takes as a chop, and Undertaker is out. That's all it would take when you're a giant. I guess he is a, a, a giant naked man. A giant naked. <laughs> a giant naked man. Um, Ric Flair gets done dirty in this one. How gets so? eliminated fourth. Ooh. He gets eliminated fourth. He doesn't get a good showing in this at all. I think he gets eliminated by Mr. Perfect. Yeah, Mr. Perfect comes out. He's in like the height of his um, babyface running this time, and he just absolutely hoists Flair out. That's that. Um, yeah, too many tag teams are put in this match as well, which I think hurt it a little bit because 
whilst we were stepping away previously from like the people just teaming up because they're babyface or heel or whatever, there was too many tag teams in this match that were just like coming together to try and eliminate people, which I guess you would do, but... The, the roster was taking a turn at this time. It was. The whole steroid trial and mm. that. A lot of the old faces that mm. we knew and had steroids in their arse were, were leaving and getting replaced by young whippersnappers who didn't maybe have as much steroids in their arse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and I think that really, that really hindered this one quite a bit. I put, it's like an in-star power... But those that were, like, the stars in this match kind of made up for it. And it made Yokozuna look like a monster. Like, this is the first monster Royal Rumble yeah. win, I think. And I think that's uh, I think that's very fitting. It was heartbreaking. I wrote, wrote down on my notes here that it was uh, heartbreaking to see a match man getting eliminated like he did to go back to him. Because this was the first ever Rumble match where the winner went on to WrestleMania to yeah. challenge the champion. Mm -hmm. And who was the champion? It was Bret Hart. Bret Lee Hart. We could have had Macho Man at Bret Hart instead of Yoko oh. and Bret but then maybe... T no, Macho wouldn't have stood for Terry Belair getting involved after the main event of WrestleMania. No, he night. wouldn't, would he? Yeah. He'd be getting all mad. saved all that bollocks there by having Macho Man do a bit oh, better. Yeah. But this has got to go bin slash bearable. I think... I think... It made Yokozuna look very good. So yeah. I say just about bearable. All right, then. I'll go for bearable. 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 <laughs> 1994, Jack Tunney shortened the gap between the entrance to 90 seconds because mm. things were taking so bloody long. Mm -hmm. uh, Samu famously got his head caught in the ropes like Mick Foley, but he didn't lose an ear. The Steiners literally just stood there, <laughs> looked at him whilst it was happening. He gets out and he stood on the he just stood on the apron and and literally I think it I can't remember if it's Rick or, or uh Rick or Scott just literally goes over to him and just does that. <laughs> and he's gone. Yeah. They don't care about his well being in the slightest. Right, that, that was frightening. That's one negative there. Yeah. On the positive side, Quang made his WWE yeah, Diesel, of course, was the highlight of this Royal Rumble because he quite literally saved mm. his job by being a massive seven-foot arse-kicking machine yep. that Vince McMahon apparently was going to release if it wasn't because it wasn't going very well. Then in this match, he sort of proved to Vince, hey-ho, okay. I can be your guy, and he saved his job because the crowd organically started cheering for him yeah. because he was eliminating all these fools left, right, and centre. Mm. So that's a good thing. On the bad side of the things was the, the finish. The finish with... Two winners. Luger and Bret Hart. So Lex Luger had to win this match. He had a he had a contract for SummerSlam 1993, and if he lost the WWE Championship match there, he won't be able to uh, challenge for the WWE Championship ever again. So they changed the contract so he could get into the Rumble. So he had to win this match and go on to WrestleMania. So they were obviously trying to build Lex Luger up as a huge star. However, you got Bret Hart, who earlier in the night. He was with, uh, in a match with Owen Hart, who just turned on him, started bashing his leg and everything. So that was up in the air. Is Brett going to turn up at the Royal Rumble? He and, limped uh, out there, though. He limped out indeed, and he put on a good showing when he was out as well. However, it was just the finish is convoluted and weird. They both eliminate each other. And, uh, and then one person's music hits, they're the winner. The other person's music hits... They're the winner, and it's like, well, what's going on? Yeah. And uh, nothing, nothing really gets done about it. I know they had to sort of do it just in case it went wrong, but the, yeah. the, the, the lack of a camera on that side of the ring never sat well with no, me. No, it's Why wouldn't weird. there be a camera there? I don't know. Well, you know why they did the, it, but why wouldn't there be a camera I there? I mean, you'd think there would be as well, wouldn't you, with such a them wanting to end it in that way as well. Yeah. You'd think everything has to go into this to make it look believable, but it just looked But it strange. is a very thing, hard thing to perfect. Like John Cena and Batista, mm. when we got out in 2005, they would never be able to do that if they tried. No, Like exactly. literally land at the same yeah. time. Um, 
Luger's an idiot though, isn't he? Because Luger's he, like went, he, went, he, went, he won he won the match first at WrestleMania. He did. When surely what the weaker the weaker champion, don't you? Because he's already been through a match before. Well, yeah, you'd yeah. think that, wouldn't you? I, d- that, I don't know. That's, I tell you what, people sometimes ask who's the one person you never got as a professional wrestling fan, and Luger's Luger. that guy. For and, me. and I mean, they put they invested everything in him as well, didn't yeah. they? But I mean, just the crowd after a while didn't take just to a him. Boring slab yeah. of well sculpted meat. Yeah, something uh, missing. <laughs> oh, another highlight <laughs> I do have to say: Diesel was fantastic in this match. I put. He was like, he was just so, so good, chucking people out. He looked huge as well, and we'll see in later rumbles too. I didn't respect two minutes saying that, really. Did you? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> My brain. I've watched too many Royal Rumbles over the last few days, man. Like, he saved his job. He did. Anyway, Sorry. Rumble 94, don't worry about it. We're here for long haul, Andrew. Pick yourself up. Aye. Have a line of toot and let's go. All right, I reckon. For 94, all yeah. right? Okay. Okay. Okay, I'll go for that. Bottom of all right, there. 1995 we go on to now, of course, and have you heard, I just need to ask you the question, Andrew. Yeah. And everyone at home as well, answer this truthfully. Have you heard of professional wrestler Stephen Dunn? No. Have you heard of professional wrestler Sion? Or Sion? No. Or Siwon? Siwon. <laughs> have you heard of professional wrestler Timothy Well? Who? Timothy Well. Timothy Well. Timothy Well. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? (laughs) They were all in the Royal Rumble of 1995, and I've got no piss and idea who they were. Every single person, pretty much, other than the starters, Shawn Michaels and Bulldog. Who who were they? And you can you can (laughs) you can tell that even WWE was like that because they were like, well, it's not the the first two people in the match, but the last two people yeah. in the match as well. And ironically so, because the first two people in the match were the last two people in the match. This is the shortest Royal Rumble mm-hmm. match ever. Clock on the clock on the clocks at 38 minutes and 41 seconds. Yeah. Michael's good, of course, from start to finish, winning the thing. Uh, eight eliminations along the way. Of course, it's the finish that everyone remembers from this matchup where uh, Michael's only one foot hit the floor, and then they made yep. up that rule that both feet must hit the floor yeah. in every Rumble since. Um, but of course, I think Bulldog got screwed. Do you think Bulldog got screwed? They played his music and he was on the turnbuckle and then they Michaels did. came from That's, the rear. But I like that. That was something no. I liked. I thought that was good. I'll tell you, so I put, I put Michaels is the master of the bum-clenching near eliminations here. <laughs> I, think he, I think he was the inventor of the drama that comes with the Royal Rumble and I like that a lot. Um, yeah, Bulldog thinks he's eliminated Michaels. He celebrates with his music, but then Michaels comes from behind to throw him out for the win and I like the swerve there. However, that's pretty much... All I like from this yeah, match. Yeah, just too many mid corners in this matchup, which uh, came after a world title match between Diesel and Bret Hart, which I think just people cared about more. Yeah. Even though everyone loves a rumble, but not this rumble. This is the pin. Oh, we ca- we also can't forget, by the way, that the person, the winner, doesn't all only get a title match at WrestleMania. What else did they get? Also <laughs> get a personal escort to the ring from Pam Anderson herself, mm. and she cannot be asked to be there in the slightest. She sat down on the seat well. There's a part, there's a part where the camera like focuses, it's picture in picture, and, and she's just like looking around the crowd, and she sees the camera there, and she's like, oh, yeah, look at action in ring instead. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, bin. get in the bin, get in the bin. Justice for Bulldog. But anyway. well done, well done to, to, I think Sean carried that match very well. Oh yeah, Well definitely. done for Sean. Well done, Sean. Well done, Sean. 1996, uh, Shawn Michaels again eliminates eight people from this matchup. Mm-hmm. They win a second, second Rumble matchup in as many years. Vince McMahon really liked Shawn Michaels back in the mid-90s, you see. Um, and that included, by the way, Isaac Yankum, mm-hmm. DDS. Yep. DDS. <laughs> Yokozuna and Vader at the same time. Yeah. It's little Shawn Michaels. A little Shawn Michaels. 
There's um there's a moment in this right where uh, Diesel no not sorry sorry not Diesel where um, Vader eliminates Shawn Michaels like he holds him up like this eliminates Shawn Michaels and then throws him out right he throws him out of the ring mm-hmm. however Michaels just gets back in and they don't call that an elimination. Oh. Ah. Why is that, Andrew? I have no idea. Because Vince McMahon really likes Shawn Michaels in the mid-90s. He does. This was the... We actually saw during this match, which was wonderful to see on, on, on second viewing for me, mm. Triple H and Steve Austin have their first altercation in the WWF ring. Really? Yep. Wow. The ringmaster cool. and Hunter Hearst Helmsley. And Austin, his elimination was a big old botchalicious. <laughs> he wasn't supposed to get... <laughs> he was supposed to be in the final four, but he slipped on his elimination and couldn't get there. That sounds like um, Alex Riley as well. Yes. Okay. So that's pretty much exactly yeah. the same. And I guess the other highlight from this matchup was uh, Gorilla Monsoon getting up in the face of Vader, tied into their big altercation on Raw, and then Vader eventually hoofing Gorilla Monsoon every which way possible. Some of my other favourite moments were where Vader got in and just no-sold anybody's punches. Yeah. He was getting punched, but he was just like walking away. We had a little, a little interaction with Yoko's in there, and, and Vader, where they just push each other for a bit, and then they go, nah, I can't be honest. And then just like walk off different directions. Um, but yeah, do you know what? Like, I think this one, I think this one was, uh, was good because of the star power in this one as well. I think it... It made Vader look like a threat in WWE, and for a long time, sort of after this, he 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 was the butt of the joke a lot of the time, oh, yeah. wasn't he? And He's just um, a fat, useless yeah. POS. He, yeah, yeah, that's what they made him say that time. No, you're not. Give over. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought this was good. I, really good. I enjoyed this one a lot. I reckon upper upper echelons of all right, me. Yeah, me too. In, to- in comparison to other rumbles. That's where I'd put that as well. Yeah. Let's do that. 97, though, I think is going to go a bit higher than 96 because this was all about Stone Cold Steve Austin. He got in there early and just eliminated everybody. Yep. Just about. There was a couple of iconic moments when he dropped to his knees and started praying, which was harking back to the... <laughs> so good. The King of the Ring speech that he did about Jake the Snake Roberts. You, you bash your barbers. <laughs> you say your prayers. But Austin, 36 days, is I just whipped your ass. And then, of course, his reaction to Bret Hart coming down to the ring it's so good absolutely cacking himself it was fantastic Um, of course Austin as well was eliminated by Bret Hart but the referee missed it Mm -hmm. Austin got back in there that's some heel heat and most fantastically of of all of all of all Mil Mascaras what did he do Andrew Mil Mascaras climbed the top rope to do a crossbody on someone on the outside while still in the Royal Rumble he eliminates himself, then tries to get back in the match. I think genuinely thinking he's still allowed to go back in. Yeah. However, the refs have to come in and be like, you've got to go. Um, from what I've heard, apparently Mil Mascaras didn't want to do the job to anybody. So he just took himself out. He is Mil Mascaras. He is Mil Mascaras. Now, there was little bits in here that I put. I put JR almost buries AAA on commentary book by calling it not popular due to the lack of pop any of the competitors get coming out. Wow. I mean, it must be fair thing to say. If, if no one's cheering for the, the, the AAA guys. I mean, that's f- that's fair enough. Another thing I didn't really get as well, I put, I can't believe the crowd didn't pop for Terry Funk either in mm. Austin, in Texas, sorry. I was like... Uh, what? Big rivalry, innit? I guess so, Amarillo yeah. And Amarillo Austin. and Austin, I don't maybe. Know if there is. Perhaps, I don't know. <laughs> so that was weird. But uh, I think that was like a surprise entrant because he'd come out prior on uh, Saturday night. Uh, Shotgun Saturday Shotgun night, Saturday. that was it. And he had a match with... Uh, Steve Austin there, which was which was really cool. Um, but yeah, I thought this was, this was really good. I mean, this is 
solidifying Stone Cold as one of the greats here and everything he does all his mannerisms they're like they're so funny but he's something fresh I think in WWE at the time where he's just like he's that, a badass I don't know, really he? care yeah. I know we had Diesel li like literally being called Big Daddy Cool yeah. but like Austin was like oh yeah yeah he was you know what I mean I know like, oh yeah. yeah I do know what you mean <laughs> and uh and the absolute, the, the poo housery at the end with Austin had already been eliminated, Brett was eliminating, uh, I can't remember who was eliminating in the end there, but anyway, Austin comes back in and then tosses Brett out after Brett thinks he's won. And uh, I thought it was I thought it was a better rehash of what happened between uh, Bulldog and Shawn Michaels. I think it worked perfectly. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Absolutely. Lovely, Absolutely. lovely, lovely. 1998 is up there again for me. Oh, he's gone top. Oh, are you blind? I'm I just like, I'm bad, me, aren't I, with these? Sorry, there we go. Sorry, everybody. Uh, 1998 is up there as well for me, but it was a more comedic rumble. Obviously had some fantastic, mm. iconic moments. The three faces of Foley getting in there, the first showdown between Austin and Rock. Uh, Stone Cold was amazing to watch just in this one. Again, this is obviously mm -hmm. all about him. He won the bloody thing. He did. Um, and the tone was set with his entrance because everyone in the ring, which you never really see before for, for many professional wrestlers, everyone in the ring, when Austin's music hits, just stops and goes, it's because like during this period, it was just going around literally stunnering everybody and kind of kind of getting heat off every single person. I think um, I think he did such a, again another good job of just really solidifying Stone Cold as just the the baddest man on the planet, um, and he's unbeatable. Uh, the Rock in this one looks amazing as well. I thought yeah. too. I thought he looked really really good, and they they're setting him up to be. A huge star in the future as well. A lot of these rumbles, a lot of these, especially like sort of post '96 when we get to like '97 and everything like that, they start solidifying people who are going to be main eventers later yeah. on. And I, and and I think that's a really good thing to do in in the Royal Rumble. Um, yeah, like <laughs> like Mick Foley entering three times as well. Yeah. Dude, love Cactus Jack and uh, and Mankind too. Um, as you were saying, it is very comedic, but I think it works. In this period it's the, of time. It's the second most Attitude Era-ish rumble of the Attitude Era, mm. if that makes any sense. Like, oh, yeah. one, that's Attitude Era, isn't it? 98, that's the second most Attitude yeah. Era rumble. And I think lovely, lovely, lovely person. I think lovely, lovely, lovely you as well. We can't forget Chainsaw Charlie. Yeah. Know? Don't forget Chainsaw Charlie. Well, you just had these chainsaws. That was real, though. You see, when it hit the chair, it, like, sparks flying off and everything. Oh. Got me going. That was oh. like, that was fake, that chainsaw. <laughs> just one of them ones that blows air at you. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, you got any experience with them, have you? Uh, yeah, you know when you go to those um, like the horror maze things oh, and people I come chasing. Dare. I wouldn't dare. I, well, I have my eyes closed the whole entire time I'm there, so money well spent, right? <laughs> but you can feel the chainsaw blowing on the back of your neck when the air oh. when they come towards you. Maybe it's just a, a man a pervert. <laughs> Oh, make it spine shiver. Feel that. Anyway, 1999 obviously teased the altercation between Vince McMahon and Stone Cold Steve Austin. We're thinking, oh my God, mm. Austin's finally going to get his hands on uh, McMahon good and proper. But Austin was ambushed in the women's toilets by the corporation <laughs> before the match, of course. Well, just, you know what I mean, at the start of the match. Yeah. And he, Austin wasn't seen for ages while Vince McMahon went on commentary. We had that thing teased and they took it away. Bastards. Um, Mabel abducted by the ministry yep. which allowed Austin to come back in that was so when they were just like I don't know how you're doing that was just the undertaker on the on the, on the walk where they're alright Mabel do you want to come and like why would you pick Mabel 
He's a big boy, isn't he? I don't big, mean, he's a he's a big big boy. He's probably the biggest boy in WWE. With even. all due respect, though, mm. you know, rest in peace and all that, Nelson. Yeah, he was terrible. Yeah, but I mean, sometimes you just need you just need a wall so no one can get around <laughs> you. You know what I'm saying? That's that's maybe what it is. Uh, and then of course McMahon wins the match thanks to a distraction by The Rock, and mm. The Rock gets the hundred thousand dollar bounty, which was on Stone Cold Steve Austin's head, yep. the corporate champion, all that sort of stuff. Then we're off to WrestleMania for Rock versus Austin. One. One. <laughs> um, I think I'd been. I said... Kane eliminates himself in this one as well, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, because the, oh. the, um, the, like, the mental asylum workers are coming out with the dr- jackets and everything trying to get him in him. And he was doing really well up until that point yeah, as well. He was, he was cleaning the house and then uh, just decides, I'll just step over the top rope and then off I go into the crowd. Like he doesn't know any other way to get out the <laughs> ring and just step over <laughs> no, the top rope. Yeah. Um, I said this one was... I said this one was okay. It's the last... 10 to 15 minutes that really make this one. Mm-hmm. Um, there were parts in it, however, that made no sense. In, I guess it made no sense, but then it did make sense because Stone Cold cause it could have eliminated Vince McMahon so many times towards the end, but he doesn't. And then my my thinking was, okay, well, Vince has put him through the ringer a little bit here. Maybe he just wants to get revenge, knock him about with a chair and everything, which he does. Um yeah, it's not it's not the best one though. The, it's only the last fifteen twenty minutes that make this one memorable. Joe, put it in bearable then, just out the bin. Yeah, we'll put it in bearable. I just thought that the lack of McMahon Austin altercation when it was teased for that long. Yeah, but then I guess when it did get to it, it 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 worked. It was worth it, I think. Mm. Maybe, maybe. maybe. On to 2000 we go, and this was all about Kai and Titan. Forget about the finish. Kai and Titan just kept coming in. Those cheeky little scamps. Oh, boy. <laughs> having a great time. And obviously, Taka Michinoku just took a bump over the top rope and onto his face. It was fantastic. He, I don't know how he did die. Taka Michinoku. Uh, of course, this one's remembered because of the finish. The Big Show won. The, yeah, the Big Show was robbed. I, I put that in the thing. Look, Big Show was robbed. Yeah, he was. And uh, obviously, this wasn't meant to happen. So Rock and Big Show went over at the same time. Rock's feet touched the ground first. And then they used it as storyline. They used yeah. it as storyline. Um, but The Rock was the babyface here. Yeah. And it didn't really... No. It didn't look good, did it? No. It looked bad. Uh, just to, I forgot to say a line that I wrote down here. After after Taka was thrown over the top rope by Bossman and landed on his face, Jerry Lawler says, are there any Chinese hospitals? This one can get in the bin then, eh? <sighs> we'll put this one in the bin. Drink in the bin? No, I think... Well, this was my other this was my other reasoning, right? Is I like how they tied it into the storyline stuff afterwards, the ending. However... The main event of WrestleMania 2000, where they but where it's Rock, uh, Mick Foley, Big Show, and Triple H. Mm-hmm. Ooh, not the best main event in the world. It felt like it it built up to something that didn't pay off at all, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And yeah, the ending was just a little bit convoluted, not so good. I think just for the action on show here, there's another highlight I wrote down there yeah. with Rikishi dancing and then eliminating yes. both members of Too Cool. Mm. Fantastic Puhazu from the Big Quiche. The Big Quiche. The Big Quiche. I like Love that. The ham and cheese quiche. And that's, an, that's another thing as well is when is when uh, the every man for himself thing plays into it because yeah. it's like we're tag teams. Yeah, we'll help each other. But if I see an opening, you're going, pal. I think we're either top of just about bearable or bottom of all right for this one. I think I'll go just about bearable. I think well, then, top mm-hmm. of just about bearable. Put it above this was my first one that I ever saw as well, and uh, I, lo- I love everything prior to the. Well, this is the World event Rumble. that saw the, the WWF taken off Channel Four, wasn't it? It was May because Mae Young got the potatoes out. 
<laughs> Not the real potatoes. The potatoes. The potatoes. the potatoes out. On to 2001 we go, and Andy, you might as well put this one straight, this in, the straight top to you. in the top. This is straight up in the top. The hardcore rumble, of course, just a lot of big, silly bollocks, fun comedy stuff, iconic moments, Drew Carey and mm-hmm. Kane trying to offer him money. I don't know where we even start here. No. Uh, the finish as well. This is when Kane obviously made rumble history by eliminating about a million people. Yeah. Then Stone Cold came in, and then Stone Cold eventually was able to topple Kane, who had just toppled everybody else. Yeah. It was fantastic storytelling. Uh, other moments, of course, Honky Tonk Man, uh, he was there as well. Another fantastic moment yep. with Kane. And then Austin versus Rock, they were just sort of foreshadowing there. Uh, big match at WrestleMania 17. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we say about this. It was just all I good think, stuff. I think, it's, I think it's consensus that this is one of the best ones, if not yeah. the best one. Like It was it was so, so good. Everything belt, uh, belt, everything built really well to WrestleMania 2, and that's what you want for a Royal Rumble. And I don't think we can say much more about it. It's perfect. Any other highlights from you? Um, I like that Matt and Jeff get into it after eliminating oh, yeah. Bonacano. That reminded me of Axe and Smash back in the day as well. I like they just like fist bumps and then just get straight into it. I think that's really good. After I, eliminating Bull Nakano? Yeah. Was she Not in Bull the- Nakano, sorry. Bull Buchanan. <laughs> Bull Nakano. Why am I even on this channel, pal? Like, what's going on? Let, and let's not forget, I wrote this down, we even get Al Snow's bowling ball in this match. We straight do. to the nads. It's, it's a beautiful straight moment. Straight to the nads. Cut the camera there. Oh, also, oh. Kick Quick and Archery's first Royal Rumble. You better know, you better call somebody that's the D-A-double-G and Kate Quick are getting rowdy. Right, hey, I know one. what that song is. I was just going to cut the camera. I'm going to do that now. Do that now. <laughs> 2002 was all about Triple H's big return from mm. injury. We had the MSG pop at the start of Han Yuar. Mm-hmm. We did, indeed. This rumble took place at the end of Han Yuar. I don't know what I'm saying Why like are you that. saying Han You have been going now. Like, what's he even talking I about? Don't know. But January. then I got it. January. Cultured. Um, and this one was about the returns as well for me. We had Val Venus, yep. Mr. Perfect, who made it to the final three, of yeah. course. Goldust and the Godfather making their returns to the company mm-hmm. in those guises. Um, Hardys and Lita going yeah. up against The Undertaker. Someone called Maven eliminating The Undertaker. Fantastic moment. Unbelievable Drop moment. kicked him in the back. I can't believe. Right. Just listen to this. Right. This happened 20 years ago. How? How is that That's even possible? What tw- you know when you... F- oh, it's just- I had the VHS of this as well. <sighs> but let's not forget though, right? Right. <laughs> Maven, Maven, Maven eliminates Undertaker, yeah? Mm-hmm. Undertaker still treats him well. Takes him out for popcorn afterwards. Takes yeah. him up into the stands. Do you want some popcorn? Nice little treat. Have some popcorn. Get as much as you can it's get. It's just your- a nice man. Dip your head in the popcorn. He, gi- he gives back no matter what does Undertaker and I love it. Got to get his heat back, He's brother, gonna- brother, brother. Uh, but yeah, th- this is like... I've just realised what 20 years feels like for the first moment when you realise that was 20 yeah. years ago. That's You only get like 10 years ago, you're like, oh my God, I know what 10 years feels like yeah. now. Now I know what 20 years feels like. I'm, I'm it's like, not a very long time. It's not a very long time, is it? No. It, it? Stuff just flies by too fast. I'm thinking like, oh, it's not been that long since I've been at uni. It's been a long time. It's been like nearly 10 years now. <laughs> oh, mental. Anyway, I'm... Hurricane trying to choke, slam Triple H and Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> this is something I've heard Jack the Jobber say about 50 million times in the history of this channel. Yeah. But you don't realise how big the hurricane is when he stood next to two massive men mm. like Stone Cold Steve Austin and Triple H because we were next to him at a convention thingy on the next table he, and he was there and he was hench. just like up there that's the thing is it, when we see wrestlers on the TV we don't get the scale of them do we yeah. until you literally I've, I've never really been next to a WWE superstar before but I can imagine they are just like
like a skyscraper. Yeah, big time. Uh, Austin Triple H also had good showings in this matchup, mm-hmm. I should say, as did Kurt Angle, who always takes a fantastic bump over the top rope, does Kurt. Yeah. I love the fact that he sort of goes over but twists halfway around and ends up bashing his already buggered neck yeah. on the hard, hard ring apron. <laughs> Poor Kurt Angle. No remorse. Um, this is a weird one to sort of put it here because I thought the winner was very much telegraphed just because of Triple H's big return and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Uh, so how much does that play into it for you? Is that I mean, too, too predictable a rumble to be a good one? It, it, I think it's lovely, lovely, lovely. I don't think it's as good as uh, 2001, but I think it's it's nearly there. 2001, 2001 sorry, was unpredictable, I think, uh, in who would win because there wasn't really a clear... Um, there wasn't really a clear main event going into WrestleMania because yeah. we had Triple H and Kurt Angle feuding for the WWF Championship and none of the others were in that picture at that moment. So that was unpredictable. This one, as you said, was a bit predictable, but still well within its right to be. Yeah, I think it was there. Rock versus Jericho, wasn't it, for the title at this pay-per-view? Yes, I think it was. Uh, so I reckon lovely, lovely, lovely as yeah. well. Uh, 2003, of course, starts with the best opening spot in Royal Rumble history for my money, which, of course, was Chris Jericho making his way down to the ring. Oh, no, oh, he wasn't. It's not. It was Christian, dressed up as Chris Jericho, but because <laughs> the lights were down and he's got blonde hair, people mm. thought it was Chris, uh, Chris Jericho. But Jericho attacked Shawn Michaels from the rear, and we set up WrestleMania 19, the yes. best match on that card was set up there between Chris Jericho and Shawn Michaels. Uh, that was the highlight of this rumble for yeah. me, just how much of a brilliant bastard Chris Jericho was all the way through. Yeah, that's literally, that's pretty much all I've got as well. We get uh, Paul Chris Nowinski oh, getting God. his head unfortunately explodes, so Edge and Rey Mysterio did like a double missile drop kick. Edge, who sort of lands. Edge, but, yeah, so yeah. Mysterio goes down, takes him down, but then Edge comes along and kind of like just slides across his face and Well, they're going for a double drop kick, but Ray got there first, obviously, because yeah. there's less to, less way to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, Jericho does... Uh, Jericho skins the cat a few times in this match as well, and I think that was, like, a good call to Shawn Michaels, too, to add into yeah. that rivalry a little bit there. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and also, this was one of the... I thought this was one of the first kind of, like, creative saves for someone is when Matt Hardy almost gets eliminated. He's with Shannon Moore at the time. The number Shannon, one mf Yeah. And Shannon comes sliding in, puts his feet up so Matt can land on there and then get himself back in the ring. And I thought that was really, uh, really creative. We're starting to develop, aren't we? We are indeed. So I thought this was... Um, I thought this was good. Another distracted elimination from Brock Lesnar on Undertaker. Yeah. So we've got final four of Taker, Kane, Lesnar and Batista and Taker's kind of like getting the others out and then in slides uh, Brock Lesnar and, and dumps him out. I think this is lovely, lovely, lovely to you. I think it is as well. And this starts building Brock too as a big uh, as a big boy in the title picture. What do you mean starts? Well, I mean, he won the title at SummerSlam 2002. I mean, did, but this gives him... He takes Undertaker <laughs> out. It's a big it's a I'm big only moment. saying what the comments would say. Oh, OK, that's true. It's like a that's live true. comment section right here. I like it. Um, you bald prick. <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> 2004 <laughs> is a hard one. Obviously, because yeah. Chris Benoit won the bloody thing. Mm. Uh, big Show, he was on one during this year. He was. Well, no one can get him out there. It looked like he was going to win. Banishing the memories of the year 2000. Yes. But Jericho... Who, uh, sorry, Jericho? Benoit, we got to say good things about about him here mm. um, it just had been so it wasn't like a. it was a different feeling win to that of Shawn Michaels going from coast to coast so to speak yeah. entering number one then going all the way through because he was more gritty and yeah. more tactical yeah. and more just like but also I'll think about this one and take a breather which is what which is what someone should really think 
like in a Royal Rumble, right? Like, you've got to make sure that you don't make the silly mistakes to slip up and get yourself out, but you've also got to add the little bit of drama and stuff in there as well. Yeah. Um, Big Show looked insane in this match. Everybody against the ropes trying to throw him out as well, and that just didn't even, like, it didn't phase him and whatnot. I love the finish as well. Of yeah. This one, just how tantalising it was. Now they sort of timed it to perfection. Yeah. In terms of holding it there, and then he finally got the mm. pendulum swinging over the top rope. And yeah, out it, was, it was so, so as good. we say, it's a difficult one to rank just because of who wins it and who was the main sort of star and character. Mm. of the piece any more highlights for you oh yeah of course yeah so um, test music began to play at 21 but test didn't appear uh, like the, at the time the raw sheriff Stone Cold Steve Austin found him on the floor and uh, surprise entrant bang bang Cactus Jack Nicholas Foley comes out and absolutely takes it to Orton because prior to that Orton was doing his legend killer stuff I was going to spit in your face. Uh, were you? Were you yeah. actually going to do like that? Please don't do that. <laughs> Doing his legend killer stuff. Mick Foley was like, I don't want to match with you. I don't want to match. Uh, Randy calls him a coward, spits in his face. And then this Trucks leads him to... Down the he does, yeah. And then uh, this leads to uh, Mick coming back and absolutely annihilating him. And uh, leads to some very good stuff down the line between them two. I reckon lovely, lovely, lovely again. Me too. It's getting it, a bit repetitive, but I do believe is, that's the case. It is, but I think it... it it builds to a lot of cool things that happened in that period of WWE. Yeah, big time. 2005, which of course is memorable for one big thing happening, and that was the finish. The two men, John Cena and Batista, somehow going over the top rope at the same time and somehow landing on the floor at exactly the same time. That, of course, brought Vince McMahon out. He was fuming. It wasn't supposed to happen. His music wasn't playing or anything. This was just completely off the cuff. He goes to slide in the ring. The quad rolls up the leg. He sits there like a child on the floor going, you're a naughty boy. This is what we're going to do then he gets more angry on his way to the, his way to the back and he's sort of he's putting too much weight on the not injured leg of course because one quad's now in his hip yep. and he ends up pulling the other quad Boing. off the board. and then yeah. he just sits there telling them all off. and the terrible thing was they had a, a trip to Japan the oh, day after, really? I think it was the day after the Rumble. Everyone was going to Japan for an episode of Raw. Oh, so no. Vince had to deal with that. Wow. So I don't know how he made it through that, but he did. And he's still going today. Yeah. Um, Paul London as well. Dead. How does he survive that close? I don't know. <laughs> like, is he really? <laughs> no, that was uh, that was that was a huge highlight in this one. And other than the other than the ending, they didn't. It was a fine rumble. It was a fine rumble, I thought. I didn't think it was I thought, yeah, it was amazing. a bit underwhelming. I, I, I listened to the, the, Con, the Conrad and Brucey P podcast on this event recently, yeah. and there was a, uh, Conrad was saying, oh, no, you've, you ran the short, uh, the small arena. Mm. Was this not putting very much faith in this card of this cast of characters yeah. to sell out a bigger building? Because apparently there is bigger buildings in wherever. This one was held, I can't yeah. remember what it was. And he was just like, no, we got a better deal and we got stuff involved. And he was like, oh. But then I could see why maybe Conrad asked that question because the roster, this rumble, wasn't as strong as it has been in years gone by. And I'm thinking of someone like Daniel Pewter, who mm. right at the top of the rumble got a proper good hazing yeah. at the hands of Eddie Guerrero, uh, Hardcore Holly, and who was the other guy in there? Was it, was it Ben Benoit? Yeah. yeah, just chopping the bejesus out of him. Um, another thing as well that I wrote down is that there was a huge emphasis on like the Raw and SmackDown people sort of teaming well, up this is the year of the other. brand split. This I mean, what it should is. be like today. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. Know? And, and, and that kind of like... The, and, and you can also tell, do you remember the, the West Side Story yeah, thing, the thing? And it was just Raw and SmackDown kind of like coming together being like I'll fight you and whatnot, and that kind of takes away from it a little bit obviously you can see at the end because you've got John Cena from Smackdown Batista from Raw obviously two people that are being built up to be the next big thing in the company uh, which is really cool to see 
But yeah, that kind of that detracted from the match a little bit. I thought just the Raw versus SmackDown aspect to it. When we've got Survivor Series, mm. um, why do we need that in there? Mm. Mm. So I thought it was all right. I thought it was fine. I thought it was all right as well. Yeah. I'll go top the towards the top of all right. Yeah. Though. Just because that ended. By the way, these 2000s and stuff. I haven't moved these over here yet. But that is a bit of a mind bleep, isn't it? it to is. read that out, 2000s, 2000s. It's like binary code. 2006, I reckon we're going towards the middle once again. Of course, this was all about Rey Mysterio winning the Rumble after the untimely death of Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. Obviously, happened a couple of months before. Proper underdog stuff. We saw how brilliant it was. I love the, the entrance in the lowrider. Yeah. Didn't care too much for Triple H's sort of fake. Oh. Oh, so nice. <laughs> oh, the camera lingered on that. That was a bit too much for me, yeah. uh, personally. Um, what else you said about 2006 Rumble? Uh, again, it was fine. This was in the midst of getting people like uh, Psychosis and all those kind of people in there as well from ECW too. Yeah. So it was interesting to see the dynamic between a lot of the wrestlers. I quite enjoyed that. However, a lot of them didn't last too long anyway. Um, Ray in this match, even though he's the winner... Spends a lot of time just gassed, like just just chilling out, just being out down on the apron and whatnot, staying away from the action. And for Maybe me, that was tactics. That's the thing. Part of me is like, that's clever because of tactics, but also when you start from number one, you want to seem like you're the fighting, you're the fighting winner in all of this, right? The underdog, which obviously Ray was coming into this match and everything as well, which Triple yeah. H and whatnot. Um, it it just it didn't it didn't hit the impact that I wanted it to. When I was younger, I was like, "This is the best thing in the world." But now, with hindsight, you're a jaded old being miserable a jaded man. old miserable man. <laughs> it, um, it it didn't do it as as much for me. You know what my highlight of this rumble was? What it wasn't Ray winning the thing, even though that was fantastic. The highlight of this Royal Rumble match was Viscera and Matt Hardy having sex in the middle of the ring. <laughs> he just squashes him, doesn't he? He has sex with and him, and then does the 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 gyrate thing. Yeah, He's such a lucky man. He just loves it, doesn't he? He just loves it. The other notable thing from this matchup, of course, was Vince McMahon distracting Shawn Michaels, which allows the best professional. Uh, uh, I can't even say the it. Best it. professional it's wrestler. Me sick, yeah. The best professional wrestler in the world, Shane McMahon, to come in and eliminate Shawn Michaels, setting up McMahon versus Michaels at that year's WrestleMania. I think that's it for the highlights. I think this was very yeah. mid. I thought this was very mid as well. I thought this was very mid too. Um. Again, it sets some stuff up for WrestleMania and whatnot, yep. but maybe not in the most interesting way. Oh. I think this is similar to 2005 sort of yeah. level. You thinking all right then? Yeah, getting it all right, Let's I get reckon. It in there. Watch out. 2007, I reckon we're going towards the top of the tier for this one, because mm. just because of the final stretch between Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker, absolutely iconic, Unreal. thrilling, tantalised and everything you want from a Royal Rumble finish. This was a weird rumble because of the ECW flavour. Yes, yeah, a lot more ECW flavour than uh, the previous years as well. Um, but... I like this a lot. Like, Punk has a good showing in this too. Punk looks really good. It's weird to see so many future champions in this match. Uh, you know, you know who else had a good thing. showing? Go on. The Great Carly. Whoa! Right, it looked like the Great Carly. If you're watching this back in 2007, you <laughs> thought the Great Carly was going to win the Rumble, right? He was taking out everybody, much like the Big Show didn't years gone by, yep. Diesel didn't years gone by. Great Carly was in this role. No one was going to stop him, but thank God for The Undertaker. He did us all a favour by getting rid of the Great Carly from the 2007 Royal Rumble. Mm. Sabu uh, was maybe the most ECW-ish thing yep. in this entire 
entire match because he went through a table while being eliminated by Kane. That was a fantastic Rumble moment. Any more Rumble? Um, <laughs> for some reason, I put Sandman opens a beer and gets it in a lady's hair during the entrance. <laughs> what a menace. He comes in, starts battering everybody for about two seconds with a kendo stick, then gets himself tossed out as well. Um, I put th This is pretty much like the precursor, I think, to the Undertaker Shawn Michael matches that we'll get at WrestleMania yeah. later on. Um, the moment where they're both down, like just tired out, and then Taker sits up, and then uh, Michaels does the kip up. Unbelievable! It's one of the it's one of the best final two yeah. in Royal Rumble history, I, I think. Yeah, nice symmetry with the air later, which we'll have to get onto next. Yeah. But they start the 2008 Rumble after finishing mm -hmm. the 07 one. Yes, nice. How it's the, remember when things were sequential. We get that a little. We get that. We get that a little bit now these days, though. A lot of the a lot of the people at the end of the the Rumbles, the following year, they'll be like the start, but mm. then they, they don't really like nail that on no. the head when it comes to it, you know, which is a shame. But uh, uh, upper they've got to be. I said, I, I said, amazing for this one. I thought yeah, it was top so, so tier, good. top tier Rumble. <laughs> Sound effects as well. <laughs> 2008, as we said, Undertaker and Michael started off in a fantastic way, but this mm -hmm. match is all about John Cena's return. Yes. He was meant to be out for several more years injured, but no, he came back and there he is, fit as a fiddle. Yes. He was out for several years? Yeah. You said yes? He's supposed to be out for several years. Yes. Yeah. Not nah, months. <laughs> I was going to say. He was just hammering home. No, that's true. That's because it was a big moment. It was yeah. a huge moment. Um... What we're saying here, uh, this was on, in MSG, of course, and the rampway makes this rumble better than most already. Because I like the yeah. little rumble, ramp, ramp, or the, the, the little MSG runway. It's like rampway, the um, entrance way. Like a um, street. Like Survivor Series 2002 and stuff, where you yeah. see the, the entrance is like there on the hard cam, isn't it? And it's the MSG one. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, it's fantastic, it's isn't it? Beautiful. Um, Piper, Snooker, came back in. Not Snooker, Snooker. Snooker. I should say it probably shouldn't it? Yes. Jimmy Snooperfly Snooker. Jimmy Snooperfly Snooper Snooker. Jimmy Snooperfly Snooker. Him and Piper go at it for a little bit. They don't last too long. Everybody kind of just like backs but off, don't the, they? The history of those two yeah. inside MSG and yeah. the harken back of that. Which is cool. Uh, Foley and, uh, and Triple H were in there as well, going at it eight years after their iconic thing in the main event-ish mm. of uh, the Royal Rumble of 2000. Uh, but it's all about Cena, isn't it? It's all about Cena and the pop as well when he comes out is yeah. is incredible too. It's one of those. It was one of those surprise ones. Like who's gonna who's gonna be the final entrant? And then obviously with the news that he was supposed to be out for a lot longer than he was, yes. for him to come out for for years, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was really, really good and unexpected. Even though at that point you kind of expect Cena to be in the top thing, you didn't expect it here. And I think, uh, I think the crowd just absolutely blew a gasket, didn't they, when he came out? It's one of the top two tiers. I agree. I think. Top of... I reckon bottom of best. Do you reckon? Okay. I think it's a... I, I, guess, for the, I guess for the Cena part, absolutely. I think it's a shade above... Let's forget about uh, Finley eliminating himself by saving Hornswoggle. Oh, and yeah. He, he came well, he out... he for his son, and then, which he didn't know you had his, at the, that, that yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. We'll forget that bit. There must Cena. have been some sort of unholy connection between yeah. Finley and uh, yeah. Hornswoggle back then. Anyway, on to 2009, which was sort of like the grungy older brother of the 2008 Rumble, because it was very mm. much the same. Cena, uh, of course, dominated the 08 Rumble by winning the bloody thing, and then Orton and Pals dominated the 09 Rumble. Yeah. But Orton was a dirty heel back then. Naughty boy. Young kids, I guess, I guess that's hard to hard to fathom. Randy yeah, Orton being is. a heel. Now he's a scooting, tooting. 
Wild Wild West, man. What? Yeah, yeah, like that's that. what he does. And even when he's burning down someone's shed, he's still a baby face. He's apparently. burning something in his mouth. Yeah. Aye, kids, Randy Orton was a very good professional wrestling <laughs> heel way back in the day, with 2009 mm. probably being his pump when he was kicking Stephanie McMahon in the head and then kissing her on the lips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, nine Rumble's all about cunning. Tactics. I like this. I like this a lot. This is something. Legacy. This is where this is where uh, Orton still had respect for DiBiase and Cody as well. And uh, there was there's a moment in there where uh, Randy beats on Goldust, but then tells Cody, "Come over here. You can eliminate your brother." And gets his brother out, and then they shake hands and everything. I like that a and lot. Because you're a professional wrestling fan, you're thinking, "Oh my God, the turn's going to come soon." You think Cody's so. going to chuck Randy out and then go off on his own? Yeah. But no, legacy stick together all the way through, and that's the brilliant thing about this Rumble. Yes. It's the tactics. The final six was the three lads of legacy, which was Ted, which was Randy, mm-hmm. which was Cody, taken on Undertaker, pardon me, <laughs> Big Show, and Triple H, and the legacy lads stuck together to ensure they won. And that's that is tactics. That's what you want isn't it with yeah. something like that sometimes sometimes obviously when you get tag teams and stuff in there it does make it a little bit ah you know they're obviously going to team up and do whatnot but with with Randy Orton who's able to just flip flop on a whim it's nice to see that he stuck by the legacy boys and kept this going uh, another thing I said of note was the uh, Rey Mysterio just Rey Mysterio's performance in this was so much better than the one in 2005 because he came out at number Six. one uh, sorry, 2006, sorry. Because um, he came out at number one and lasted to number 30 as well, but he did so much more in this. John Morrison and Rey Mysterio's interaction together I thought was really good too. Like, he just put in a better showing, I thought, in this one. And the other big highlight from this rumble was Santino getting the quickest ever elimination mm. to that point of one second. No, I wasn't ready. No, no, I wasn't ready. <laughs> also, let's not forget uh, Kozlov's elimination. Uh, no, sorry, Kozlov eliminating the great Carly, yeah. who already telegraphs what's going to happen by he just sets himself up on the ropes. Carly's already like halfway over the thing <laughs> before Kozlov comes up and just does a, a close line. Those were the days, weren't they? Yes, great they were. Great Carly versus they were. Kozlov. Um, Got to be middle up. Uh, all right, top of all right, bottom of lead. I think top of. I think top of all right. I think top of all right. Yeah, the tactical things yeah. is the highlight here. Definitely, Kabang. Two thousand and ten. Oh, we've got little caveats in this one, Ross. Really, really, really good opening. This is just good yes, all the way through, I absolutely. thought. Absolutely. Really good opening stretch with Ziggler and... Uh, I've got, I've Ziggler and Bourne. I've got Bourne written there, but mm. I read Rude, and that is Rude. not right. That's not right at all. R-O-O-D-E. Dirty not look like B-O-U-R-N-E. That's how you spell Bourne. Uh, they had a really good opening stretch until uh, CM Punk came out, the leader of the SES. So good. The SES. I really enjoyed this so much because he cuts promos in between throwing people yeah. out. He's throwing people out, he's cutting a promo about how he's great, and he's the saviour and blah, 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 blah. Shave your head, stop drinking, stop taking drugs, all that sort of stuff. Someone else comes out, he eliminates them, he starts doing the same thing <laughs> until he runs into the game. Joan, Joan. You've got a fat arse, pal. That's what he says to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I enjoyed that very much because I mean heel punk is his best punk isn't he yeah. I think like and he did such a good job here um, another thing as well uh, this Shawn Michaels wanted to win this one Ross oh, man, Shawn he was Michaels for it, wanted to win this so he could have a rematch with the Undertaker at Wrestlemania but however he was eliminated by Batista and I'm not sure part of me is like I wonder if he was supposed to be eliminated like that or not because, of course he was but but there's a part right where Batista Batista eliminates Shawn Michaels and you can see it on his face he's like I don't know if 
I was supposed to do that that way. I don't know if there was supposed to be something a little more dramatic, but... I think that was just two very good actors being I, actors. I was going to say, I think that adds to it a little bit yeah. more, though. You know, like Sean being like, oh, I can't believe I've just it's made just that It's just how desperate Michael is. That's the only reason Michaels is there, to get mm. the, the match with The Undertaker at WrestleMania that year. Yeah. And obviously, he doesn't get it here, but of course, we've got into Elimination Chamber, mm -hmm. and we get that fantastic moment where he pops up through the grate and kicks Undertaker in the face and allows Chris Jericho to win the big bloody gold belt. Yes, um, This one, of course, is all about Edge yeah. uh, returning. Number 29 spot, way ahead of schedule, just like John Cena. Yeah. And um, a part of part of me was was also a little bit like, oh, maybe a little bit better than the John Cena one too, because he had a he had beef with Chris Jericho at the time because mm -hmm. those two were champions, but Edge got injured, and then uh, Jericho had to team with the Big Show to keep the belts and everything, and then we got Jerry Show, the fantastic mishmash of theme songs there, um, and Chris Jericho's face when Edge's music hits is so good as well. Mm -hmm. Like Chris Jericho's just got the bruise on his eye and everything; it's a great image, um, and Edge just cleans house like. Edge is so good in this too. Um, I don't know if bringing Edge back at this point was a, a good call or not. He looks a little bit. He looks still looks a little bit sort of not necessarily prepared. But I think WWE just wanted to get him in there so they could have oh, something. Must be a bit of ring rust, though. Yeah, a little bit of ring rust, but get the oil on the nonetheless, sort of the, stuff. the pop is so good and it was un unexpected. Um, I like this one a lot. I really, really like this one. Let's not forget Beth Phoenix eliminating the Great Collie as well. Kissing him over Kissing the time. Yeah. And then getting him straight out there. Yep. And then Punk comes in and just GTS his bed <laughs> in the face. It's great, you know. Uh, I, thought, I, thought this was, I thought this was really, really good. I think it's a top tier rumble, yeah. me. Me too. Are we going lovely or best? Top tier. Top tier? Top tier. Gotta be. Not towards the top, though. Like I still that? think it's a top tier we'll rumble. Just put it there. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. I'll put it there. 2011, of course, was the only 40-man Royal Rumble match in the history of the Rumble event. Mm. Early stages, tactics were at play because the Nexus, led by CM Punk, were dominating everything. And then John Cena came out and spaffed right in their eyes because that's what John Cena did back in 2010-11. No matter what the Nexus could do to John Cena, he would always end up spaffing in their eyes. It always. Is always. It always. You can't see him yeah. because he's, put your, he's seeming in your eyes. <laughs> Myself yeah. and Jack have ranked the Nexus members in a tier list on this channel right now. If you want to learn more about the Nexus's battles with John Cena and stuff like that, yeah, that's on the channel now. Nice. Go watch it now. There was a, a lot of stuff with the core in here as well. Obviously, the two at the time, two factions were feuding and whatnot. Um, I thought this was—I thought this was an okay 
Royal Rumble. Middle we of the had, road, yeah. yeah. middle of the road. It was it was it was okay. We got Hornswoggle and John Cena teaming up for a long time. Yep. Quite, I mean that's entertaining to see. Sometimes I think I think if you're gonna put comedy in a rumble, it has to work. And I think it actually did work here because you got Hornswoggle just like chilling on the ropes and stuff, being like, "Yeah, come on, who's next? Like, let's have a go and whatnot." I thought that was cool. Um, I liked the the there was like a triple threat part between William Regal, Daniel Bryan, and CM Punk as well that I thought worked really really well together. Um, and I wish we just saw some more of that. And uh, John Morrison does like the Spider-Man spot on the barricade as well. He yeah. gets hoofed, um, and then he does, I guess, what Kofi was supposed to do the other night: just leap on the barricade, and then gets up and gets himself back. And uh, again, another another really interesting WrestleMania. Uh, what am I on about? Royal Rumble. An elimination attempt. I don't know what to call it. An attempt to save himself. I thought yes. I was really creative. And on top of that, of course, we had Booker T making a massive return, yeah. which prompted Matt Stryker to shout, I'm marking out, bro. Doesn't tickle my pickle to hear that from a, nah. a commentator on a wrestling show. But then, who would have thought, uh, five years later, when Matt, six years later, when Matt Stryker was in the old offices of a certain company, wow. I would shoot a thing with him, and I was like, Matt, would you mind if I walk past you down the corridor, and you go, I'm marking out, bro. He's like, yeah, yeah, of course I can. Oh, he, he did it. What a I nice don't know guy. if we can show that video, because I'm obviously dressed as something that's trademarked by somebody else. Yes. So that might get us into issues, but he was a lovely fellow, Matt Stryker, but I didn't care for that call. Yeah. And of course, the end of the match was absolutely fantastic, because we all believed, for a little tiny second there, that Santino Morello was going to win the Rumble. Did, did. Bertie bollocks out there. Yep, and it didn't. It didn't happen, unfortunately, did it? But I reckon all right, TFL. Yeah, I think this. I think this was okay. I think there was some botches and stuff in there. Like we were saying earlier, Alex Riley was supposed to last and set up uh, the match between him and John Cena at WrestleMania. The Miz and John Cena, sorry, at WrestleMania. He slipped out, and then they had to redo it at the end, which was a bit weird. I kind of marred the ending a little bit. so yeah, I think it, I think it's fine. Middle of the road, I reckon. Get it in that all right. Yeah. yeah. On the 2012 we go, which of course is not a very nice taste in Royal Rumble match, just because of the winner. I think every man, woman, child, dog, anything in the world ever, everyone believed that Chris Jericho was going to win because he came back to the company and said he was going to take over the world. You know, he was like, what was it? He came out and was like, Royal Rumble. It's the end of the world as you know it. Something like that. And 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 it definitely wasn't. No, it wasn't because Shamus, Shamus, last eliminated Chris Jericho to get himself a Royal Rumble win. And we're on the way to WrestleMania 28 mm-hmm. and the birth of the Yes movement. So I guess in the grand scheme of things, everything worked out A-OK. Yeah, I guess I guess it did. Yeah. I guess it did. This was the first one where we got a, uh, a, a fancy Kofi elimination uh, spot as well. Where Which was that, Andrew? Um, this one was... I don't think I wrote it. Down. I just I've put it's the first down one. Either. I don't have it written down, but it's the first one. Believe me, trust. Wait, this one wasn't the one with the chair, was it? That wasn't the first one. I think that might have been the yeah, second one. Might be one. the 2013 one. That um, one. But yeah, it's, it's one on of them. Detail. Let's not linger on that one. Uh, we get might um, be the stairs one or the handstand. One. Yes, I think it might have been the handstand one. Yeah. Um, and then his feet just. He's done backwards. so many over the years. Um, we get. Um, a nice little fight between Mr. Sokol and Cobra as well. Mm-hmm. They they come together and they're just literally just doing that to one another. Um, I thought it was I thought it was uh, I thought it was okay. I thought this one was all right. Um, I do like that. I think the ending was the best part about the whole Rumble because as when it comes to the Royal Rumble, sometimes they build a storyline that just like 
makes you think that person is absolutely going to win. Like, it makes sense for them to win. They're building it up as though this person's going to win. And they did this, I think, with Chris Jericho and then swerved us with Sheamus, who I think at that time deserved it as well. And I really like that. Controversial take. Really? Yeah. Everyone just seems to be very partisan in believing that Jericho should have won that one. Wow. No, I, I like the I like the swerve ending. I could be completely wrong, but that's just my two pence. No, you one. have your opinion. I love my opinion. They are just like Arsenal's opinions. Everyone's got one in the smell yeah uh, Ricardo Rodriguez of course entered this match in a broken up beaten down version of Alberto Del Rio's car I like that with a little tighty whiteys mm. on we had the karma spot with Michael Cole but yes mm-hmm. Michael Cole was wrestling in this Royal Rumble but then karma got rid of him in quick fashion yeah. that was fantastic shout out to the Miz who lasted 46 minutes in mm-hmm. this Rumble because he uh, he lost to a match uh, to our truth on Raw so had to go in the match first mm-hmm. uh, Foley Doug and Road Dog they made their big returns to the Rumble all got big pops and this was the Rumble where all three commentators entered as well I said Cole yeah. Booker T and King mm-hmm. Lawler yeah I thought this was as I said I thought it was alright I, I don't think I it. added yeah I think so too I think so but too I reckon if we, if, if we were going to put the, uh, the middle tier in some sort of rank and I reckon it would be towards the top yeah. there's a lot of enjoyable moments in this I'm apart from the finish just put it here where there well, yeah, we don't there. bother with the lower tiers but no. we'll find out at the end which is the top of the best tier because that's what we do here one more thing to note as well is that it was uh, Jey Uso's first time in the Royal Rumble as bloody well hell. on his own bloody yeah. hell there you go now think about where he's at mm. In WWE, uh, he's at, so he's at the table. He down is at the, the table, side, yeah. Down the side of the table. Down the side of the, the table. Sneeze again. Elephant, elephant, elephant. Elephant, elephant, it's gone. He's got 2013, it. we're going on to now. Really, 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 really predictable winner. Yep. Because of John Cena's, obviously, upcoming second once-in-a-lifetime match against The, the Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, because The Rock mm-hmm. faced Punk afterwards. You, you just knew what was coming, didn't you? Rock, you did. Rock was going to win the title. Cena was going to take the title off the Rock at WrestleMania. That's the thing. It's kind of like what ha- what's happened with this year's Royal Rumble, I think, in that they, they've, they had a plan of what's going to happen, but they don't know how to necessarily get there just yet. And that kind of ruins other people. I think if you've got a plan... I think that's a good thing if you've got a plan that you're working towards. However, if it comes at the cost of another superstar, which down the line it came to the cost of CM Punk, unfortunately, his reign coming to an end, um, I think that's not a good thing to do. Yeah. Other headlines. Excuse me. Other, other headlines from this rumble included Cody eliminating his brother Goldust, mm-hmm. which was a fantastic moment. Team Hell No did a funny spot where Kane <laughs> caught Brian on the floor and they were hugging. <laughs> but then Kane put his feet down. That was a bit cold. What? No, it wasn't because uh, Brian eliminated Kane. Oh. So that's why. That's so a then. Crucial detail so I then, forgot. yeah, Brian. Brian eliminated Kane. Then Brian got thrown out. He jumped and then holds on to Kane and he's saying to Kane like, like No, no don't drop me. Monkey. Don't drop me. And then both he just drops him. On the floor. That's fair enough then. Kane, well played. Well played, pal. Jericho in at number two, despite saying on Twitter that he definitely wasn't going to be in the Rumble. Obviously, got a massive big pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, but good on him for, for, for keeping kayfabe, brother, brother, brother. Yeah. And uh, doing that there. This is I don't. This is a low down Rumble for me. Yeah, it was. It was. I just put it was all right as well. Um, yeah, not nothing too much of uh, too much to note here really. Ryback was obviously supposed to be. Uh, he was like a big. I guess a big person in the company at that point and it seemed as though WWE were going to pull the trigger on him and maybe they pushed him into the main event picture a little bit too soon um, and then just nothing ever really came of it after that did it because it came down to he and uh, John Cena sorry and Ryback at the end and then John Cena gets Ryback out and then that's kind of that's kind of it really for, for Bearable Ryback Bearable up then I would say I think it's 
Bearable. Bearable. It's a step above 95. Yeah. On to 2014 we go, and the sour taste in the mouth continues, because this is the air that saw Ronald Mysterious, Rey Mysterio, get booed out the building. Bless him. Wholesome little Rey booed out the building just because he wasn't Daniel Bryan. Mm. That's just, the main headline. I mean, that is that is that is the big thing. Batista wins this one, and nobody wants Batista to win this nope. one, do they? That's the that's the takeaway from this. Daniel Bryan um, should have won this one. I tell you what, in the grand scheme of things, it worked out it well did. once again. But this is very much in the time where Vince McMahon won at the WrestleMania main yep. event, WrestleMania 30, of course, to be Orton versus Batista in a singles match for the title. Mm. Obviously, people didn't want that, but holding Bryan away while it sacrificed Rey Mysterio and probably. Ended his like first run with WWE, yeah. good and proper. Like, how'd you come back from that? It, it paid off in the end. It paid off in the end, but yeah, but I don't think that was WWE. It might have been like this. It was our final yeah, one, but no, I don't it think it was. Um, um, watching I, this one back, it's weird how cheered Roman Reigns is, but then also yeah. not when you remember that back then because he was part of the Shield. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's, there's very strange. Another 12, thing, 12 eliminations, sorry. Really? For Reigns. Wow. 12. Really trying to build him up at that point, yeah. eh? Um, why are. Wyatt, so earlier in the night, Wyatt won against Brian, and then I thought it was going to lead to a part where, hello, yes, Brian will come out number thirty and then prove everybody wrong and get get the win. But unfortunately, that didn't happen, and it just took the wind out of the sails for everybody, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Ray got the brunt of that as well when he came out at number thirty. Um, I got a uh, so. Kofi Kingston doing another crazy save spot there. He gets eliminated by Rusev, who plonks... For some reason, Rusev plonks him on the barricade, though. Like, not eliminating him. He catches him, but puts him on the barricade like like a small cat. Well done, put you here. <laughs> and then from there, Kofi gets up, runs and jumps onto the ring apron as well. Yeah, um, yeah there's a, I put this as well. I put... Because JBL gets inserted into this match, in and he's jeans. literally in it. For a second, because he comes in, asks Michael Cole to hold his jacket, and he gets eliminated. And I was like, why couldn't have that gone to Daniel Bryan? That spot could have gone to Daniel Bryan. Because they fully intended to save him for wrestling. They did, they did. Yes, of course, they did not. Uh, despite the very unpalatable ending, I thought this was an alright rumble. Yeah, me too. I thought it I thought it was I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. Let's get in the middle there. Yeah. Oh god, we're on to 2015 now. Daniel Bryan entered number 10. He lasted 10 minutes before being dumped out of the ring Oof. by Bray Wyatt Oof. like he was a hot steam of hairy trash. <laughs> uh, despite the fact he was still probably the hottest thing in the company by a country mile. This rumble took place in Philadelphia. Roman Reigns was quite clearly the contact lens wearing anointed king to be of the WWE. Yeah. And the fans didn't like that. So the fans booed everything he did and a little bit more. So it was not surprising to see that when Reigns eventually won the Rumble, he got booed out the building. He got absolutely so booed out of the building. So bad, not even Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you know, the big famous movie man. Yeah. Not even he could save Roman Reigns' bacon on that occasion. Wow. And then this triggered the hashtag cancel WWE network did, stuff yeah. as well, which, uh, I mean, you've got to do something to annoy fans to the point of that being a worldwide trend. Well, I'll tell you what well. you do to annoy the fans to that point. You have Kane and the Big Show in 2015, remember, when they're. Well, maybe not Kane, but certainly the Big Show was getting towards the, the end of his sell-by date. I think so. Um, I think Kane yeah. was getting there as well, to be fair. Let's read out the names that they eliminate. This is corporate Kane, of course, not actual Kane. No. And the Big Show, who was also working for the authority back then. Uh, Ziggler, Ambrose, Ryback and Wyatt all got out there 
by Big Show and Kane. And and in such an easy fashion as well, they will literally just pick them up and then whoo, just more, buy them out. More bad things happening with uh, Bubba Ray Dudley just coming back by himself. No yeah. Devon. Where the hell was Devon in 2015? So and as you say, the, the, the trend became a thing because of that. This is the bin. This is the bin. Uh, there's also another moment. So this is where Titus O'Neil was supposed to take the record, right, for the quickest elimination. Um, getting eliminated by Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns. However, as he's getting hoyed over the top rope, he gets caught in the ropes and uh, the elimination attempt goes very wrong. And uh, apparently, because I was working on a list recently about it, um, Vince McMahon absolutely chewed him out for it afterwards as well. He hated Titus, didn't he? He did. He really did. It was Brian's uh, elimination, Brian's retirement Retirement, yeah. He just sort of went, what do you like, Vince, eh? He's suspended from the rubble. Well, like, turns around and like, I'm kill you, pal. Yeah, incredible. But yeah, get, get 2015 in the bin. Yeah. Let's move on that to 2016, where Triple H saved us from that horrible man called Roman Reigns. Yay! Yay! Triple H came in number 30, of course, in this rumble and saved our bacon where he became Dury champion because the authority put the title on the line and made the large canine enter the match first. Of course, he was the champion. Mm. Coming in? No, it was vacant, wasn't it? Uh, no, coming in, he no, was, the Reigns was the champion. Yeah, Reigns was the champion coming in. Shut up, Ross. You know nothing. <laughs> uh, AJ Styles' debut, while it oh. was fantastic, it was also tainted by the camera work. I think we all agree Just on that, don't we? Confused. Mm. I can't that? quite. I'll have a cheese pizza, please. <laughs> Your sign's a bit too small. Um, that was fantastic, though, of course. The crowd being Orlando, uh, the show, sorry, being in Orlando, and that Orlando crowd knowing him because of TNA, his home crowd, really, in many respects. Yep. That was a fantastic one, of course. It really was. a great thing. Again, that was six years ago now. Wow. Sami Zayn's main roster debut happened here, and yep. him and Kevin Owens did some him and Kevin Owens stuff, which means just pumping each other right in the face. That didn't mean to sound like I said. Sorry, what? Meant to say punching. Sorry, what? We've got a few other bits as well. We've got um, a Ryback. I put Ryback sending Styles into the stratosphere with a backdrop as well. Like, Styles comes running towards him. And just Ryback literally tosses him into the moon, pretty much. We've got uh, Kofi, uh, sorry, R-Truth doing the ladder spot when he thinks it's a different match. Yeah. He comes sliding in with the ladder, puts the ladder up. My bad. Um, we get probably not the most creative um, save from Kofi Kingston where he lands on Big E's shoulders after an elimination attempt. Which we're starting is, to run out of ideas Yeah, now, yeah, we're we? starting to run out of ideas a little bit. And uh, yeah, I put Sammy and Kevin going at it is amazing as well. And and this was another thing too. So Roman gets demolished by the League of Nations. Um, and then even with a stretcher, however, he refuses the stretcher. So he walks he walks back to the, ri- uh, to, to the backstage, sorry, but only uses the stretcher in the last tiny little bit. And to me, if you're supposed to make Roman Reigns look like a monster, you've got to put him in the stretcher, right? Make it look like he's one and done, he's out, he's not coming back. However, when he came back later on in the night, it it was just like, it just fell flat for me. Yeah, uh, I guess you could also moan about this rumble because Dean Ambrose was the last person out by Triple H, a, a, a would-be star mm. with the main event scene being eliminated by an old fella. But I thought it fit the narrative, of course, building that WrestleMania match where Reigns would get his win back and get booed out the building. And I was there. It happened. Wow, were you? Oh, yeah, I was at really WrestleMania cool. 32. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, you were, weren't you? You told me, yeah. Got, got paid to go. That's really cool. Uh, that was nice. Was free trip. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is in the middle. Yeah, it's fine. It's all this right. This is like this 
saw what happened in 2014 with Brian, then they saw what happened in 2015 with Reigns winning again in Philadelphia, and like, right, we'll give you what you want this time. Yeah. We'll finally bend over we'll the pressure it. and we'll do it. Um, yeah, I thought it was good, and I especially enjoy it when Michael Cole calls Dean Ambrose's bouncy lariat thing the wacky line. He does that quite a bit. Fantastic. On the 2017 we go, and this one was a bit about the standoffs, really. We had Goldberg mm-hmm. and Undertaker yeah. sharing a ring for the first time ever. That was a cool little standoff. Ooh. Then we had Rowan Reigns, that prick, <laughs> eliminating the Undertaker, yeah. which um, which was a, a doubly bit of pill to swallow. First of all, because it was Undertaker back then when he was well-liked, getting eliminated mm-hmm. before, before, before people didn't like him because of yeah. guns and that. <laughs> um, and then it was also bad because everyone was anticipating, everyone was gagging for a Samoan called Joe mm. to be the 30th entrant in the Royal Rumble matchup. And honestly, I'll never forget watching this pay-per-view because when Reigns is music hit at number 30 it felt like the biggest troll job ever oh I feel so bad for Roman Reigns because it's like the well (laughs) right I don't feel bad for that 6 foot 4 bronze muscular millionaire they just well I mean that's a good point but they just try and push him don't they and bless him he he just never he never seemed to get really over at that point in his career however Amazing heel move by him by throwing Undertaker out. He wasn't a heel though. Oh, he wasn't, was he? I thought he was at that point. This was, en- I think, this is entering the stage of I'm not the bad guy. Ah, I'm not the good guy. Okay, I'm just the guy. The Although guy. he was quite heelish after that WrestleMania, yeah. after he retired the Undertaker, mm, mm. he was like, "This is my yard." End of promo. That's it. <laughs> um, this match is also known because of the carts which was my personal highlight yes. the little carts that took the superstars down on the ring That's because... didn't see him as part of the show but he did see him on like social media yeah. Big E got himself a cart which tells me that Vince McMahon back then thought he was a fat bastard <laughs> <laughs> because it was just the big meaty lads getting the, mm. uh, the carts back then uh, I like the start of Enzo and Cass being on the mic and oh. sort of, that was very attitude what yeah. they used to do back in the day that was good as well mm. uh, Ty Dillinger being number 10 who would yep. have thunk it who would have thunk it the perfect 10 at number 10 anything else there from the 2017 rumble match Strowman just absolutely decimating James with a choke slam straight to the outside 7 eliminations he got Uh, wow 7 yeah there's other stuff so Sammy was eliminated by Strowman in 2016 then Sammy gets one over on Strowman this year as well uh, which was really cool I like stuff like that where it all comes back on itself, I always, I always enjoy that. Like you were saying, Brock and Goldberg getting together as well in the ring. That was, that was cool to see because they had a, a fantastic match as well, didn't they? At Survivor Series, and then having it carry over here was really good too. Um, yeah, I like the Roman Undertaker fantastic stuff. Fantastic match. It lasted like twelve seconds. It did last twelve <laughs> seconds. But that's what we wanted to see, though, right? Like we wanted to see him get absolutely decimated. And oh that happened, no, I remember being furious about that when it happened live. Really? I remember someone very senior back at the old place was like, uh, no, that's what they wanted. They want to make a few headlines. We'll get the same, we'll get the match, the match they should have had mm. at WrestleMania. So I was like, no, Survivor Series 2016 should have blown WrestleMania 20 out of the water and banished all memory of that event. Yeah. He's like, no, no, they've made headlines there. It's a good job. Okay. I was like, no. <laughs> no. I want big action, <laughs> big men slapping all kinds of meat. What um, I will say about this one is Orton winning, I thought was quite refreshing. Something that um, he saved us again. He did. He did from Roman. He? he saved us from Roman. Um, I thought this. I thought this was really good because at that point he was obviously um, in the Wyatt family stuff as well with Bray Wyatt. Bray didn't have the WWE Championship at this point, which he would get uh, at the next pay per view at Elimination Chamber, which he would which he would finally win. Um, so 
even though Randy won, that wasn't really set up at that point. So it was quite like, oh, how's this going to play mm. out then? So I enjoyed that aspect of it, at least. I thought that was good. He was a shocking winner. He was. No one picked Randy before the show, I don't think. No, he I don't think so. He did it, didn't he? He did. Uh, either top of bearable of, or bottom of all right for me. I think... I think one of my favourites of all time. I think, yeah, I think top of all right. Just because of the winner as well was unpredictable, and sometimes that's what we like to see in a Royal Rumble, isn't it? Oh, fine. Oh, well, well like, we can go. Where do you want to go? Bottom of all you right. Want, but I was going to say bottom of all right. You said top of all right. Oh, did I say top? I meant bottom. Yeah. Oh, I mean, an idiot. <laughs> 2018, we've gone to now, and the highlight was Heath Slater trying to make his way to the ring. He was beaten down by several superstars. You never thought he was actually going to get in the ring, but when he did, he eliminated Sheamus, and because it was Sheamus, it got a massive pop, and it was a fantastic moment. It was. I also put Big Eefy's Heath Willy Pancakes, which <laughs> happened in it as well. Those sweaty pancakes. Let us know in the comments down below, have you ever caught or did you ever catch a pancake from the New Day in the arena on a SmackDown back mm. in the day or a pay-per-view? And did you dare put it in your mouth? Because I would not dare. I wonder if people vacuum sealed them and then sold them on eBay or something. Probably. Like, I don't want to touch that, but let's. I, I remember looking on. Uh, I remember looking on eBay the day after Punk debuted, and there were several ice cream bars on there for yeah. thousands of pounds. Wow, Even thousands of pounds! Wouldn't they be melted? Wouldn't they? Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, yes, he's Slater eliminating Sheamus. Brilliant moment. Mm -hmm. Sammy and Kevin attacking number ten. <laughs> Who would have thought, eh? Ty Dillinger again. <laughs> and then Sammy puts himself in there. That was good heel tactics. Uh, Kofi's spot this year was the pancake one. Yes, Where he just put his was. foot on a pile of pancakes. Well and done. Then and back in. Xavier as well, right? Yeah. He had one foot on Xavier's chest and then put the other on a pancake. Really running out of ideas yeah. now. Yeah. I didn't like that one at all. Just hopping back in there. Mm -hmm. Nobody should be allowed to do that in the No, rumble. I agree. Um, I get one foot hitting the floor if you're sort of dangling, but hopping back in, that's taking the biscuits yeah. or taking the pancake. Rey Mysterio's return was brilliant, sort of yep. banishing the memory of 2014 and that mm -hmm. horrible horribleness. Uh, Ziggler. <laughs> Big shout out to Dolph Ziggler on this one. In December of 2017, he vacated the United States Championship mm -hmm. for reasons. He then returned at the 2018 Men's Rumble about a month or so later and was just eliminated quickly. Yep. Why? That was such a weird little Gave up his title, thing. He did. Came back. Got nothing. nothing. <laughs> um, I think this, this, was, this one I hold... Quite highly because of the ending in the, the new it was guard. Brilliant. The new guard versus the old guard. So we've got Randy Ray and Cena versus Shinsuke Reigns and Balor at the end, and they all really go for it and make each other shine really well. Um, I thought too. Um, and then finally, it becomes Shinsuke. He takes out Cena and Reigns by himself. He takes out John Cena and Reigns, who is the biggest, like yeah. the biggest newcomer, I guess, at that point as well. So like. Amazing for Shinsuke. Unfortunately, nothing ever really came of it. What about he got to touch AJ Styles' winky a few times? Multiple times. So at WrestleMania, it, then Backlash. Oh, it's it's all going. Then yeah. then touchy feely ball balls. But I thought this was a good rumble. Me I too. I thought this is potentially potentially top tier. Ooh, I, I do you know what I I I agree with you. I actually agree. Tier. I think bottom of top tier, but because. The ending was so good, and that's the thing about a rumble, isn't it? You always remember the ending more than anything. And if it's a naff ending, then that kind of just like tarnishes the rest of it. Yeah. But that was like mwah, spot on. Lovely. And of course, 2018 was the first time we saw a women's Royal Rumble. Mm. Thank you, Stephanie McMahon. Thank you for creating women and the women's <laughs> wrestling ring and giving birth to all the lady superstars in WWE and giving us the women's Royal Rumble. Well, thank you for doing that. I hated the way that rumble came about. Uh, How everybody feuding at the stand in the semicircle. 
Rumble with Stephanie in the middle, in the middle, and then she was like, "Oof, here we go. We're going to have a women's Royal Rumble thanks to me, Stephanie McMahon." That's very, that's very true. However, I think her on commentary was good because she didn't keep hearkening on that fact. She was actually doing justice, I think, for the women. It was really ring. refreshing to hear her not just speak about herself yeah. all the time. Yeah. And she actually she, she didn't add much on commentary, I thought, but she mm-hmm. did put over the concept of the Women's Rumble and she mentioned China, which was a nice little yeah, moment for me yeah. after everything that's gone on there. Um, Sasha and Becky, excuse me once again, numbers one and two, they set the... Are you all right, Paul? Do not drink Monster. It's terrible for you, but I need it to get through the day. When you have a Rumble pay-per-view weekend, which mm. is knackering, yeah. we sat here on the Monday... Mo- yeah, it's Monday, Yeah, it's it? Monday today. After the Saturday that was the Rumble. So mm-hmm. we worked all day yesterday, didn't we, Andrew? We and did. all night, and then we're here today. Oh, There's no sleep, is there? No, no sleep, sleep at all. Um, Sasha and Becky's num- uh, number one and two setting the tour yep. was fantastic. All of the returns were fantastic, mm-hmm. I thought, this year's. Vicky Guerrero has been the highlight. I love Vicky Guerrero. Um, I just thought it was like a bit of like, a love letter to women's wrestling. I thought so too, and I thought that was the best way to kind of kick off the women's rumble as well. Like they all, all of them had their own little spots and stuff as well, and I think they all came off really well too. I think they were executed perfectly. It was weird to hear Nia Jax get a pop, like well, as the monster. It was it was so strange because obviously towards the end of a WWE career it kind of just like petered out for a lot, didn't it? But here she gets the monster treatment. Uh, we see stuff like Trish and Mickey reigniting their rivalry as well. Trish puts Sasha over, which was really cool to see. And the final four as well is Sasha and Asuka versus the Bella Twins. Like again, kind of like mirroring the men's old guard versus new guards. And uh, I thought it I thought it came off really really well I thought that pairing of Nikki and Asuka as the final two was smart because it yeah. felt like Randy saving us from Roman yes Asuka yeah. saving us from Nikki Bella yeah. um, I, it was really well put together and then obviously we have to mention what happened after the final bell obviously Asuka wins the match becomes the first ever winner of the first ever Women's Royal Rumble and now comes Ronda Rousey yep. a lot of people think that overshadowed Asuka's victory yeah I thought it was fine. You thought it was all right? Yeah. I, th- I, I don't know. I don't know what I was saying back then, but having gone back and watched it, Asuka gets a moment and we do all that sort of yeah. stuff. But then you got to remember, this is Ronda Rousey. This is Ronda Rousey back in 2018. Yes, it's not Ronda Rousey yeah. in 2016, maybe. I guess, this is Ronda Rousey still, though. I guess you could have just had to do that at some other... She could have done it on a Raw or like the Raw after. Yeah, but this is a pay-per-view. I, yeah, that's that's very true. More eyes probably on the product and whatnot. So it, may, it well, does not make necessarily sense. more eyes, just more magnitude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a that's a good point. That's a good point. But I, yeah, I guess at the time I was like, "What are you doing yeah, to yeah. ask her?" I this can is see unfair. why people would say that. But yeah, just my opinion. Um, but I I said very good for this. I I thought this was yeah. even though it's the first one. As we go on, I think it's one of the better women's Royal Rumbles that we've that we've seen. Straight and lovely, lovely yeah, for me. Absolutely. Uh, Twenty nineteen, we're on to now for the men. Uh, Jeff Jarrett proven he's still the best pure striker <laughs> in all of WWE at the start. Uh, no way, Jose. Remember him? He was yeah. doing some sort of bush a Luke spot uh, that was thanks to Samoa Joe mm. uh, Rollins getting beaten because Rollins of course won this one he got beaten up severely yeah. and put through a table by Lashley so he could have a little nap and a little rest so he could last the entire time uh, a cool moment I've written down here because it was a cool moment mm. just not very fitting me saying the word cool is it? it's a cool moment <laughs> it's cool, I was proper good, good like uh, our uh, truth is coming down as the number 30th entrant in mm. the men's Royal Rumble and is beaten down by a huge man 
called Nia, Nia Jax. Jax. Yeah. Who's actually a lady. Yeah. Um, and she gets herself in the ring and we see some fantastic intergender wrestling. I've nailed my flag to the mast on that Oof. side of the intergender wrestling debate. Yeah. As long as it's happening on a wrestling show, inside a wrestling ring, yeah. and the moves are choreographed, it's not a smack to the face. Exactly, it's I not think it's ordinary right. people could do. Yeah. It's fine, isn't it? I think and it's this fine. got proven, didn't it? It did. The crowd went wild when Rey Mysterio did a 619 <laughs> to Nia Jax and Randy Orton did an RKO. <laughs> it was good because they're sort of like, oh, can we do this? Can we not do yeah. this? Then they went for it and it was fantastic. Uh, I thought this was a, a, another good rumble. I thought this was really good. I think I think kind of like going on, maybe until we get to um, in, in, to this year's Royal Rumble, mm. I think there were like very high caliber shows and very high caliber matches uh, for the men's rumbles. You see, there's loads of stuff in here as well, like Alistair Black eliminating Dean Ambrose, who then yeah. would obviously go on to become John Moxley not that long after this. Um, Ali getting the better of Samoa Joe, Johnny Gargano just having a really good showing as well. Like, there's so much stuff in this, and, and so many, so many promising stars at that moment in WWE that you were like, they are going to go on to do amazing things. And then, unfortunately, um, that's not the case for a lot of these people. But you can see the stock they have in a lot of these these superstars too but uh, unfortunately yeah they were just kind of just taken away taken away too soon so what do you reckon top tier or next one down I think it's I think it was better than 2018 do you? I Get do. In the top tier, I then. think so. I think just because you've got like the the caliber, the high caliber of the NXT stars in there at the moment, because they're having the height of their success at the moment in the NXT takeover stuff, like um, Andrade and Alistair Black and everybody. And I thought that was I thought that was so good. And I tell you what, the right mind won. It's weird to think of it now, but Rollins was really really popular as a babyface after having yes. such a strong 2018, yeah. where he just went out there and wrestled lots. And mm. just wrestled some more and then 2019 happened and it like, looked like he was going to become the guy and he gets the title and starts doing his interviews and makes himself sound like a right idiot yes he does by putting his foot in it lots and everyone turned heel on him because he turned heel on us the fans and now he's just turned <laughs> it back around <laughs> 2019 Women's Rumble it's got to be pretty high up again he ironed out yeah. the kinks of the air prior as we're moving up the gears mm. in the push of demand Becky Lynch giving her the Daniel Bryan treatment yep. of 2013-2014 Naomi now is taking over from Kofi Kingston mm-hmm. doing the very impressive spots where she wait it was the Kofi slash Morris yeah Ma- Kofi slash Morrison spot where she lands on the barricade walks along it to save herself yeah. uh, she makes herself a bridge to go back in the ring mm-hmm. uh, Ruby brings an already eliminated uh, Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan back to help her yep. which I thought was clever oh, as like the monster that. bites me in the arse again Excuse me, Casey Catanzaro makes a main roster debut in this matchup. She and does is a very crazy impressive. thing as well. She does yeah. one of those elimination the, attempt pole. things. Yep, the pole, which is cool. Uh, Hornswoggle chase Zelina around the arena. Oh my god! That sort of stuff should get left yep. back in two thousand and four, whatever. Yep. Um, that was weird and pointless and stupid. Mm. Uh, Becky Lynch. Now it was. I don't know if it divided opinion back then, but I guess it is now. Is what do you think the final spot with Becky Lynch and Lana? Where so Lana's been injured, injured her yeah. ankle's injured, and she's slowly coming to the ring, um, and she gets attacked. She gets attacked as uh, who is it that's coming back? Sorry, Naya, isn't it? Naya, yes, it is. Jax comes back. She's just been eliminated. She comes back. She attacks her, um, and Becky comes out and takes a place. She's asking the officials, "Can I get in there? Can I get but in?" But one there? official in particular. One official in particular. Who is Irish? Mr. Finley, Mr. Finley, the boy himself. Ah, get yourself in there. And uh, I, I thought that was good because she, because Becky lost earlier in the night as well. So it's another thing is, I quite like that in in um, in Royal Rumble sometimes when it works well, when it works well, uh, where the person, the underdog, 
is done, they're out, and then they come back and like prove themselves in the Royal Rumble. I think that does work sometimes. And uh, yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, Ruby, I put Ruby Riot's elimination on Kyrie Sane was brutal. Yeah. Because there's a part where, so it looks like uh, Kyrie Sane's gonna get uh, Ruby Riot out with like a Hurricane Rana or something. And Ruby's just like, no, no, no. And just, what? <laughs> just like picks the legs up, throws her, and Kyrie just goes, on her face, like full on, just like splat, like a cartoon, like a piano has just fallen on her, and uh, <laughs> I, I just thought that was uh, that was a, no, it was the thing. The thing I thought right about the Zelina trying to hide under the ring only for Swoggle to come out. I th- I think that spot would have been so much better if Swoggle didn't come out and Zelina's just hiding under the ring. Then in the final three, she comes out, yep. final two, whatever she she gets out and then tries to steal a win. That would have. Made more sense for, Zelina, for Zelina's character, right? We still have that weird thing because you can tell old men book wrestling in WWE, yeah. and that was very much an old. Oh, wouldn't it be funny if the little the little person chased the lady? Yeah, no, yeah, Benny Hill, isn't it? Ha ha ha! TV show called yeah. Benny Hill. Um, but we're we're getting rid of that sort of stuff now. But this was still obviously the Rumble for the women was still mm. in its infancy. I think it's got to be top two. I tiers. think it's got to be top two tiers. I'm gonna I'm actually gonna say the best because the final. Final two, the the tense face off between Becky and Charlotte was like yeah, was spot on. on yeah. I thought that was really good. Um, the 2020 men's rumble for me goes straight in the top tier because this yep. was one of the best put together rumbles mm-hmm. in rumble history. This, is, of course, was all about Brock Lesnar and who the hell is going to get Brock Lesnar out there? He eliminated so many people. We had Biggie and Kofi at one point ganging up on Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar gets them out there. Uh, Ray was in there as well. Looked like they were going to get him out, but they didn't. Fantastic moment with his former partner Shelton Benjamin, where we saw like, "Hey, old buddy, come oh, on in, so pal." Good. Got him straight out there. It was fantastic. Yep. He had his moment with his uh, former New Japan. From way back in the day, the mid noughties, Shinsuke mm. Nakamura. That was great. It was. Bask in his glory. Keith came out. Remember Keith? Can't forget about Keith. Uh, that's how it goes. You can't forget about Keith. You can't forget about that's Keith. That's how the song goes. Uh, and obviously Brock starts dancing. He's very happy to see this. Ooh, big boy. And uh, they have a fantastic little show down there. How you can't do anything with Keith after after yeah. a, a, a thing like that with Brock Lesnar yes. is, is incredibly baffling. We had the stuff with Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Now on the road before this rumble, Lesnar hoofed Ricochet, who was doing nothing of note really. Yeah. He hoofed him in the nards and it was like, oh, kick him out while he's down. Mm-hmm. But it played a part here because Ricochet got a hoof brought back in the nads. Yay! And that allowed Drew McIntyre to do a claymore. And a star was solidified there as Drew McIntyre was the guy to get Brock Lesnar out the rumble. It was fantastic. It was amazing. Yeah, Brock just dancing to MVP's uh, theme yeah. song was just the best. And, and as you were saying, how can you not invest in Keith Lee when he has that interaction with one of the biggest stars in WWE. Yeah. Like, it's crazy, isn't it? Um, obviously, the stuff with Edge and Orton was... Edge's in, return. Yeah, Edge's return, just on another level. And then that, RKO got team up. Sorry, R- yeah. I got uh, RK bro on the mind. Bro, did you? Bloody hell, rated RKO got one. back together. And uh, yeah, and, and them two together and then Orton sort of turning on Edge as well, I thought was really good too. That was a good moment because Randy went to turn on Edge and Edge was like, oh, I know you're a little snake, mm-hmm. aren't you? And Edge got Orton out there. Yeah. Fantastic. I thought that was great too. Like Edge looked like he hadn't missed a step at all in this. And yeah. that's what you want for a return as well, don't you? That's what makes moments. And Tell me you did miss a step though. Kevin Dunn. Kevin Dunn. He missed the return spear on Dolph Ziggler. Famously so. Why does he do this? Why does he do this? Um, But yeah, like, Edge just looked like he never missed a step and that's what you want. And and I don't know if it's unfair of me to do this. I was saying this before in, in other videos we've done over the weekend, but it feels like the Royal Rumble is now Edge's 
pay-per-view almost because that was such a triumphant moment in I guess just in wrestling history I think uh, it's fair to say so um, yeah like absolutely spot on the crowd just brought it that night as well I mm. think they were really really enthusiastic obviously to start with I think whilst we were watching it live back then we were like what's this Brock Lesnar bollocks what's he getting everybody out for but as we get closer towards the end of the match it really starts picking up um, and I, I just thought it was yeah thought it was really really good very well structured rumble mm. star making things straight mm-hmm. to the top tier yeah, for me yeah absolutely now we move on to the 2020 women's Royal Rumble match and I've got written down in my notes here obviously before watching this year's women's Royal Rumble the 2022 one mm. but the 2020 women's Royal Rumble was the most underwhelming women's underwhelming women's rumble we'll so far there. but also the most well put together yes I agree even though Ross, as we all know, Shayna Baszler should have won this she one. Should, she, she should, should have, have won, won this, this one. Because she was killing all of them fools back then. She was, yeah. And uh, and there was lots of good things to like about this match. Like Beth Phoenix pushing through that gash in the back of her head. God, she was pissing really bad. It looked yeah. really bad, but she absolutely persevered, bless her. Um, Bianca Belair did really well in this too. I think this foreshadows what's going in the Eight eliminations there. Wow. Eight. Eight eliminations. That foreshadows what's going to happen the year after, which will get to um, and yeah even though WWE didn't use her for the much of the rest of 2020 at that point I think Bianca just yeah she looked fantastic right there um, I, 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 I don't think the crowd was particularly overwhelmed with having Charlotte win um, but that's what WWE likes to do they like to utilise it it would have been nice because it was what we've heard it was supposed to be Shayna Baszler's year this year but things got changed right at the last minute and uh, yeah Charlotte got the win in this one um, and that was kind of it then wasn't it Shayna Baszler had a bit of a dominant run in the uh, Elimination Chamber absolutely annihilated a bit. An- annihilated just a bit of one annihilated everybody in yep. the chamber but then unfortunately came up short Against Becky Lynch at WrestleMania, which was a shame, and uh, yeah, no, I thought this was I thought this was really good. I put sort of like despite the result and everything, um, I felt like the second Women's Rumble was more dependent, standing on its own feet, than having to bring in legends and stuff. I thought that was quite good of it too, yeah. um, especially with like the NXT lot coming in and really proving their worth as well. Um, so yeah, I thought I, th- I thought it was good. I thought it was all right. A couple of moments from me was Otis and Mandy. Otis obviously saving Mandy from elimination by being on the floor mm-hmm. and just waiting to have her land on him. Yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> Chelsea Green appeared. And yeah, then she just did. Went missing straight away. Straight away. She's gone. Um, Naomi. I've got my spots mixed up when it com- when it comes to Naomi. This was the air where she saved herself with the bridge from the announce table. There was no bridge involved. When yeah. I said there was a bridge earlier. Just call me a tosser for saying that because I was <laughs> wrong. Then of course remember that wrestling and WWE is boot by middle-aged to old men. Mm-hmm. Uh, Santina Morella made a return. Oh, my God, yeah. I guess it was good that just, I think it was Beth was in there at the time, wasn't yeah, it? Yes, it just, was. Just broke his face and then chucked him out of there. Yeah. But, like, even still, just why was that need to be happening? And as you say, Shayna Baszler was so well-structured with her up until she got to Charlotte. And because Charlotte needed the rub yes. to be made by that win, she finally got it. So I so I wrote this down, Sarcasm, sorry. by the way. I wrote this down in regards to the Santina thing. I put, obviously, Santina... Uh, Enters, but they eliminate themselves. They don't like. They don't like Beth do it, which would have been better, I thought, because obviously you had the whole thing oh, no, at WrestleMania was, with Miss WrestleMania. His pants, so he he was. was so he like, but he eliminated himself. It would have been better if Beth just went get yourself out. Okay, it was still quite. But effective. It was. It yeah. was. It, it kind of rectified what happened, I guess, at, at, at WrestleMania with the Miss WrestleMania stuff. So I did. I did like that little interaction, although again, that spot could have probably gone to someone else who deserved it. You know. So this, I reckon, is all right. Yeah, I thought it. I thought it was all right. I uh, I think 
I think they do a good job, but they don't quite hit maybe 2019s. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, do you reckon? All right, that? Yeah. yeah. Straight and all right to you. Men's Rumble 2021 version in the Thunderdome. Mm. Remember the Thunderdome? I do remember the Thunderdome. Those, Those were the days. They were Halcyon days. days. Lots and lots of lots of drama on show here because, of course, there isn't a proper crowd there. Mm. Therefore, you can hear literally everything just about that goes on yeah, inside can. the ring. Edge and Orton in there at one and two, which, of course, was going back to, back to their sort of spring WrestleMania uh, feud from the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, announced on backstage the night before, which I didn't personally like. Just let's save the surprises for the Rumble. It's one of the best things about the Rumbles, the surprises. And seeing those being uh, in there at one and two would have been like, ooh. Mm. But we had a day to think about it then. We did, so, didn't we? So the ooh had died out by the time <laughs> the rumble had come around. Um, Orton, uh, shout out to him for his skin healing so quickly. Uh, two weeks before, I think it was, he was fired uh, in the face with a oh, fireball. Yeah, of course he and was. And his skin had healed. So we had one week with a bandage and it was just fine. Mm. Uh, so, wow, where'd you get your, your coconut milk from? <laughs> yeah, they use the coconut balm stuff. Whatever right? it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coconut cream. Uh, Carlito made his yes. big return to Dere looking real jacked. Baby, baby, baby. The Miz then throws a tantrum on some DJ equipment, foreshadowing that WrestleMania match against Johnny Mob, uh, John Morrison, yeah. and him, Bad Bunny, and Damian Priest, which yes. of course was fantastic. It was. Uh, Team Hell No made a little reunion, which they I did. completely forgot about until yeah. going back and watching this. Uh, Kane gets like to Ricochet and Dolph Ziggler at the match, so mm-hmm. not really any consequence there. No. Christian. Yes. Sorry, I'll do it not like Todd Grisham. Okay. Christian makes his return to the Rumble match and looks as good as Edge did the year before during his return. Mm. Looked absolutely fantastic. Then, of course, went on to make some sort of weird history by main event in the WWE one. That was his WWE main event that year. Then AEW, Impact Wrestling. Oh, my God, he had wow. a good year. He did have a good year. Omos was on the outside of the ring doing everything for AJ Styles. I'm sure that Omos eliminates Big E at one moment. Yes, yeah. From the outside, even though he's not in the match, but he's affiliated with AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. But Ali, Mustafa Ali, of course was the leader of retribution oh. back then nobody at ringside no but why? i guess well i guess that starts the dissension right of, of yeah, retribution like, it makes look stupid plus like it? It, uh, it could be around this point i might be wrong but he's just like don't come to the ring with me you peasants like why you know you don't you? help me at all do why you? you silly man mustafa um, i believe he wants to leave because of creative frustrations I can't believe it <laughs> get him out there hashtag freely i uh, think this one did a good job in making uh, some of the some of the up and coming talents look really good. Damian Priest in particular looked amazing in this match. I thought it looked really good. He even gets to eliminate Kane as well, which is that's such a good thing to be to be able to do, isn't it? Kane, who's had some of the most eliminations in WrestleMania history, you get to eliminate a person like of, of that high caliber of that. Just pure huge status. I don't know what that's words Kavorka. I'm saying. Kavorka, that's the words I'm looking yeah. for. Yeah. Um, he looks. He just looks incredible in this match. I put yeah, obviously Carlito, but the big the big moment obviously was Christian coming back. He and Edge reuniting, taking people out and everything. It was uh, after twenty twenty. It's like the next progressive step up from Edge's return, and I thought this was a really good way. Having come out at number one, he put so much work in throughout. As we've seen sometimes with people coming out at number one, they take a back seat, roll into the corner of the ring, and we forget about them for a long time. Edge was very much at the forefront of this whole entire thing, and uh, yeah, it just like it, it made that win even more impactful. I thought so. Now, considering this was in the Thunderdome and no proper crowd, yeah, top two tiers for me. I thought I think it so did as well. well, despite all the the things that would maybe hamstring it. 
and, that, and and another thing is the the surprise as well of like of Christian too. It was a huge surprise yeah. to finally see him in there. So I think, and and that's something you have to factor into. What get off me? WrestleMania, uh, Royal Rumble. Sorry, I'm not as even well. touching not you. Not you. Yeah, there was audio like, listeners. I was nowhere near him. Um, I think you have to factor in the surprise elements too, and Christian was one of the biggest surprise elements to see. Uh, so for me, I think it is up in the best. I thought. I'll go best, low yeah. down though, I'd say. But yeah. Still in the best, yeah, 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 yeah. 2021 Women's Royal Rumble, the early stages were stolen. The show was stolen. The early stages of that match were stolen. Thefted. Theft. All kinds of dirty words by Billy Kay, who was, uh, she was on commentary for a bit, mm-hmm. then she was in the ring. Uh, this was during the, the period of time where she was handing her CV to different superstars yeah. wanting to align with them. She was doing that as superstars were making their way down to the ring. Eventually, Gillian Hall is the one to say, come on then, Billy, let's go off and be called Billion. Billy and Jilly. Because it's Billy, Billion. Bi- yeah, Billion. Billy, Billy K, Billy K, and Gillian Hall, Billion. Yeah, that was. I really like that a lot. She was like um, <laughs> going back to saying like Ted DiBiase was the MVP of the early one. She was very much the MVP yeah, early yeah. on in this one, without a doubt. Other highlights: Victoria's back and proves she still has it, and which includes, by the way, a horrible, brutal elimination at the hands of Shayna Baszler, mm. who sort of got her over the top rope in the corner in a sleeper, and then just drops her, yep. and then she sells the lifeless body thing because of the sleeper, and just lands on her head and shoulder. She looks incredible, though, didn't she? Coming back, yeah. like that—that that was another really, um, really good return surprise, and. Uh, I mean, obviously, some of the, some of these women and and as well the men, they're like they're, they're well into like the forties and stuff now as well. Yeah. And she still came out and looked like a badass and did a really good showing. Another highlight was Alicia Fox, I think, becoming the first lady twenty four seven champion. I think maybe mm-hmm. I can't remember, but she definitely became twenty four seven champion all the same when she pinned mm-hmm. our truth and then all the knobheads who like that thing <laughs> came out. And I hope we got another spot where she's on her back like a crab. And then Bianca sort yeah. of pulls her braid back. I forgot about and that. Gets, yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. that's oh. very strange. Uh, Rhea and Bianca get rid of Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Symbolism. Yes. Uh, before they get back into the ring together and then have a Donnybrook of their own. They, had, they did that weird thing where they're both like sort of stomach down on the ring apron, but yeah. half the body's back in the ring. The front half of their body's going towards the floor. And they sort of go, hup, hup, hup. <laughs> Hey, that was weird. It was very strange, <laughs> but like, what a way to uh, to make both both of those women look amazing as well. Having them two in the final two, I think um, when we were doing our predictions and whatnot, I think we had Rhea Ripley or either Bianca Belair to win the thing, and like to see them two finally be there at the end and actually put in a really uh, like it was it was dramatic because it was like oh my god what's going to happen here I know a lot of people let's forget that people were like excuse me Bianca's feet touched the floor in the little they didn't, no, there. They, 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 they didn't. didn't that's the thing they didn't I shared that gif on my twitter mm. and it slowed motion did and everything didn't. they just didn't and that's, Stop it. that's something I think you want in a... That's like a Royal Rumble moment done right. Whereas, obviously, with Rock and Big Show, stuff like that went wrong. That was, like, that was perfect, I thought. And, yeah. um, unfortunately, yes, Rhea might have gone on and got the Raw Women's Championship and held that for a little while. Unfortunately, she, nothing really else has come of that. And hopefully it does later on down the line. But in that moment, those two women looked absolutely amazing. Whew. Where the hell do we go here? Uh, I said this one was was I said it, I said it was very good. So I think lovely, lovely, lovely. I'll go lovely, lovely, yeah. lovely for this one. I don't think it's in the top. And we move on from lovely, lovely, lovely tier to the bin. Just put it in the bin. Uh, yeah. The 2022 men's Royal Rumble match. No big returns. No surprise returns. Very predict. Oh yeah, there was him, wasn't yeah. there? <laughs> 
crap surprise returns. <laughs> um, Bad Bunny, though. Bad Bunny was fantastic. Oh, my God, there was a couple. I'm speaking nonsense. It only happened yesterday. It did only happen yesterday. <laughs> yeah, there was... The what, bad, well, that's the thing. Right, but, it was so dull until yeah. Bad Bunny got in there. He injected then it. Bad Bunny started doing Canadian Destroyers. He eliminated Sheamus. He eliminated Dolph Ziggler. He was absolutely fantastic. And the jolt in the arm, the, the 2022 Men's Rumble needed. As absolutely. I said, um, the predictable nature of the the, the card, I, I mean, I said, we all... I mean, you said exactly what was going to happen on the pitches video. I literally, yeah. I was like, Brock Lesnar's going to win after losing the title on the predict on the predictions video that happened. So between us we got it right we did stop um, that was always a bad thing when it's a predictable winner yes um, for some <laughs> um, so obviously Brock winning and the way the, the win came about as well wasn't very good I'm trying to think of memorable moments from the, the men's match apart from Bad Bunny I um, don't really honestly like thinking about it it was so underwhelming obviously we had Drew McIntyre coming back a little bit earlier from uh, he from, beat down Mark Campos yeah. and, and, and Happy Corbin but yeah. I mean, other than that, we got Johnny Knoxville out there, but he didn't last very long. His he did his forearm on to, to AJ Styles was was phenomenal. It was, whoa. And, you know, he took a very stiff lariat as well from uh, AJ Styles and the Halluva kick as well. Yeah. Both straight in the face. Oh, the highlights off the top of my head. I, I honestly, it was one of those ones where it was Boring, like, it? after... After the last few years that we've had of Royal Rumbles that have been really up there, this just like, you compare it to those and it's just... We had the thing as well where for weeks now, months, maybe years at this point, we've been teasing the breakup between Ray and Dom. Yeah. And before Ray could get the ring, Dom had been Dom's, eliminated. Dom's already gone. That's the thing. There was, the, like, there was no substance, I don't think, to the eliminations. No. People were just gone for, for no sake and no kind of like storyline sake so much either. It just felt very all very inconsequential and not really leading to something other than the Brock and Roman match at WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm not going to have anybody say it was a botch. Obviously, Kofi Kingston's spot this year didn't go too yeah. well. It was a WTF moment for me that it took this long for, Kof, for a Kofi spot to not go right. Mm. And it was asking a hell of a lot of them to go from that height and land on a very narrow and hard barricade ribs first. Yeah, it was. survived to tell the tale. It was. But I just did not like this year's men's rumble at all. Me neither. Me neither. Not a lot better than though I thought was the Women's Royal Rumble of yeah. course pit, uh, back themselves into a needlessly pointless corner mm -hmm. by releasing too many ladies and having to call on people like Mickey James and superstars from way gone like Ivory it was fantastic to see it her was. her appearance was very much like Vicky Guerrero's in the first ever Women's Royal Rumble yeah. obviously on the microphone running people down not making too much sense because today's degree is what RTC would want yeah. and she was like yeah. nothing's changed around here <laughs> apart from everything but, but it has yeah everything's um, changed that was good um Alicia Fox didn't get to do a Northern Lights suplex, which is no, never which good. is which is a shambles. I said it's like bringing back the Undertaker and not having to do a tombstone. Yeah, it is. Um, what else happened in the Women's Royal Rumble? Uh, we had uh, Cameron come out, and obviously that kind of like Sonya had no yeah. idea about the funk. No, she was like, something happens to Cameron. Will Naomi be sad? And then she slides in and gets her out. I mean, we were saying on the reactions video that. Um, no, uh, sorry, Sonia. She just kept her jacket on. She should have done. Should she? She could have got. She could have got Cameron out, and then she's gone. Whoop, yeah, jacket back. When on. you got the jacket back on, you can't get touched, can you? Yeah, Sonia. But you, you didn't do that, and that was weird. Um, what else happened? Uh, I mean. Lita came back as well. I mean, we, Ronda was there. Yeah, Ronda and we had was the there. Tease between 
Ronda, I thought Ronda's comeback was great. Yes. Not only because it retained my championship, but also because of the difference. When she first debuted in Dury, it was all smiles and whatnot. Oh, I'm so yeah. happy to be here and all that was all that stuff. This time she came out and got a massive pop, obviously, because it's mm. Ronda Rousey. But she was snarling and she was evil. She was. She was dressed all in black. I like the juxtaposition of the two day, well, the, the two appearances at the Rumble. Yeah, and I like that her and Shayna acknowledge each other as well. So yeah, that's a person did, you want to align with, isn't I it? I didn't like that. You didn't like I'll that. I'll tell you for why, Go Andrew, because I've got no faith that will go back to it. I even, I've been bitten on the arse, so I've got no faith in Dury doing the thing that people want to see, and that is Shayna Baszler versus Ronda Rousey. I want to see that, or I want to see like a new Four Horsewomen yeah. at WWE. Something like that would be. It's horrible really having no faith in the minute to do the, the good thing. It is, days. it is, isn't it? But I mean, let's uh, let's not say that it's not going to happen, even though probably won't happen anyway but we'll see but this was you know what like the the legends and the people that came out in this one served their purpose and they really put over I thought the younger stars which until, is what you want until Nikki Bella until and Brie Bella got rid of Liv Morgan did. however we had a little thing though we had a little yeah that sucked so much that should not have happened yeah. that should not have happened We although it called back to the first Women's Royal Rumble uh, where um was it Brie that eliminated Nikki in 2018? And then it was the oh, other way yeah. around this, this year. Kicked her off, didn't she? She did. So, swings and roundabouts, right? Unfortunately, I live should have I wish you died longer. in the womb. Um, I reckon this one goes all right. I think it goes all right as well. It was, it was. The it returns was were nice. It was a nice yeah. little match, but I don't think it, it stacks up against the twenty nineteen or anything like Agreed. that. Agreed. So let's get move. that there get in the in bloody warite. Whoa! There we go. There we go. Everybody, right then, Andrew, going to do the quick fire. We need to find out which was the best rubble match ever of all time, in your yep. opinion. Was two thousand and one better than nineteen ninety two? I think it was. Get moved then. Was two. 2007 better oh, than 2001. Moving. It's going dead slow. <laughs> Keep it in your mind, everybody. Oh, there you go. Oh, you got I'll it. Do it. Why can't I do it? I'm just bad at this. Right, yeah. was 2007 better than 2001? Um, no. Was 2008 better than 2001? No. 2010 better than 2001? No. 18 men's better than 2001? No. 19 men's better than 2001? No. 19 women's better than 2001? No. 20, 20 men's better than 2001? Mm, what would you say for that one? I think they're different horses for different courses. Yeah, that's true. I would, if, if anything, I'd put 20, 20 men's next to 2001. That's what I would do, yeah. Yeah. The mouse is now going slow. For it me is going well, very so slow. I might just leave it there. <laughs> and then 2021 men's better than 2001. I think that somewhere around 1992. I yeah. think very, very good. I agree. I, two, it's either 2001 or 92 for me. Yeah. Toss up there's the best ever. And that's what we've got. We are. In the tier. So there we go. That is every single Rumble match in a tier. Do you disagree? Of course you do. <laughs> Tell us how much you disagree in the comments down below. I have been Gary YouTube from Cultaholic Wrestling. Joined by this little whippersnapper here. He was also a Gary YouTube from Cultaholic Wrestling and we'll see you next time for some more Gary YouTubing on Cultaholic Wrestling. Goodbye everyone. Say goodbye. Goodbye everyone. Goodbye everyone. Goodbye everyone. Goodbye. See ya. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. On Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 